0: Hi there, welcome to Broswatch PLL2, I'm Benjamin Light. And I'm Marcus Sparks. And today we're talking about S5E9, March of Crimes. Getting close, getting close to being caught up. This so cool. episode is written by Oliver Goldstick and Mike Goldsmith, directed by Chad Lowe. Oh, shit. Chad Lowe's back in the house. These are the same writers from the last episode. It kind of feels like this was like a little two-episode like arc in yeah. a lot of ways, you know?
1: Yeah. And how do you close out a powerhouse, dynamic, two-episode arc? Then you bring in your your home run hitter Chad, Chad Lowe.
0: Lowe. Mhm. He even uh, makes an appearance in this episode.
1: He does I want to say this is maybe the first time he's directed and appeared?
0: Possibly, I'd have to look it up. I
1: mean, everyone knows. It's it's like it's one of those secrets that's not really talked about in Hollywood, everyone knows that nobody directs Chad Lowe like Chad
0: Lowe himself. Mhm. Except for maybe Rob Lowe, but that Doesn't really happen a lot. I don't think Chad Lowe appreciates it when you bring up Rob Lowe in the conversation. <laughs> oh, and you should wait to
1: Rob Lowe hears Chad Lowe's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit, All that right. happened on the last day of filming a Parks and Rec, and they blew up. Uh, so yeah, we start off. This is just a short time after the ending of the previous episode. We get a nice shot of Allison sliding a hanger across like the the bar there in Hannah's closet, and then as the fabric slides away, there's our hero slash antihero,
0: um, Allison De Laurentis. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're in Hannah's bedroom. Allison's hanging up close. Remember, in the last episode, they were leaving Allison's bedroom to go back to Hannah's. They're there.
0: Uh, Spencer and
1: Emily are there in Hannah's bedroom, giving Allison shit about her
0: plan with Noel in the previous episode. And Spencer still has her like quasi-black eye. Yeah. Uh, And they're just kind of peppering uh, Allie with questions. Emily's like, why would Noel help you with this? And Spencer's like, yeah, what's the plan if you got caught? I'm sorry, Mrs. Marin. I just needed to borrow a butcher knife. (laughs) <laughs> Allie turns around. She's like, "You're a little loud." Spencer says, "You're a little crazy." Crazy like uh, a fox, Spencer. Yeah. She then Spencer goes back to like rubbing
1: her fucked up eye. This this fucked up eye and like the uh, washcloth washcloth mm-hmm. over it is the greatest prop that she has in this. Oh yeah. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. I and mean, it looks over and she's like, "Spencer, your eyes getting worse." And Spencer's like, "Yeah, I see plenty out of the other one." And just like, man, they're they're. Hot and outrage about uh, Allie's latest shenanigans, mm-hmm. uh, and Emily gives Spencer a little like compress to put in her eye. Whoa, and, then, so and t- then Hannah rushes in, looking pissed. Well, Hannah comes in looking furious. I, she looks so
1: angry that I half expected her to like break a bottle and shove it in Allison's <laughs> neck. Emily asks, you know, how's Ashley? And Hannah's like, freaked. Allison starts on of how they had to do this. You guys saw Tanner talking to her. Tanner's trying to poke holes in our story, and Spencer's like, your story. If the whole episode was just Spencer occasionally, like, lowering the washcloth from her fucked up eye to, like, yell pushback at <laughs> <to> people's comments, <laughs> yeah, I'd really. be okay with that. Um,
0: and Hannah's just, like, shaking her head, disapproving. And then Allie's phone rings, and Spencer's like, oh, is that Noel? Is that he you've been sneaking out of your house in the middle of the night to meet? Hmm. And Allie's like, what's that supposed to mean? You've been spying on me? And Spencer just, like, sighs, and Allie's like, well, maybe now you understand why I turned to Noel. At least someone still has my back
1: um like the look on her face like on allison's face as she kind of gives spencer this like you bitch look mm-hmm. it makes me sad that we'll never have the opportunity to have like allison de Laurentiis face off against like a character played by joan crawford you know <laughs> um but yeah spencer kind of pauses she has this look on her face like would somebody else please yell
0: at allison for me now <laughs> <laughs> emily's just like Allie, and Allie's like what i see what's going on here one of my best friends doesn't even show up to my sos call what a betrayal uh, and the other one is, and she just, like, looks at Spencer, and she's, like, shadowing me like I'm the enemy. Maybe asking Noel to, to do this wasn't the perfect plan, but I'm kind of running out of choices. And it's like, you're not wrong, Allie. The, uh, these girls aren't being super supportive of you. Well, so she's not really commenting on Hannah
1: or Emily. Just Spencer and
0: Aria. The mm-hmm. only real people. Yeah. And so Allie just kind of stares at them all and, like, pouts a little and, like, grabs her phone and heads out. Emily's like, where are you going? And she's like, I'm going to call my dad back. I'd like to do it outside, but, Spence, are you going to follow me, or have you already got the camera set up for that? Really? Camera? I originally wanted Spencer to call me to say that she already has the camera set up. hmm <laughs> And, like, the Liars seem to feel no remorse at all. Like, they're kind of treating Allie like garbage a little here. A little bit. Well... I mean, I realize that she's, like, you know, pulling more shenanigans, but she's only having to do this because they haven't backed her up. You know, it's, it's like... It's like just... They're, like, polar you know, forces working against each other right now.
1: Well, this is episode nine. I really thought that episode 11 was going to be like,
0: it w- end of her being like,
1: okay, guys,
0: here's don't, the don't, plan that
1: I've been working. Don't get towards. ahead of
0: ourselves. Yeah, but they don't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spoiler. Uh, uh, so Allie Lee's and Spencer's like, you know, she never even answered that question about Noel. The only thing I can't figure out is how did he get back, get time to break into the stables and lock or break into this place and lock us into the stables and this is literally it's like spencer your hard-headedness is like limiting your detective skills here because emily's just like spencer it wasn't noel's helmet stables i mean we should be wondering if melissa uh, meanwhile by the way hannah is in the background busting her flask out
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh spencer cuts off that uh, melissa conversation she's like my sister wasn't the one who hired noel khan to terrorize hannah's mother I don't know. For all we know, she could have asked Noel to choke her that night in the living room. She's clearly gone rogue. <laughs> Emily's like, I walked in on that, Spencer. Okay, it wasn't Noel. Spencer's like, you sure? And uh, then she kind of notices that Hannah's just, like, drinking. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Hannah, easy. Hannah's like, you know what? Last time I checked, this is still my bedroom. So, Until uh, uh, till somebody else, God, invaded it. And she kind of throws Allie's, like, clothes across the room. And she's like, even the doorknob smells like her. Emily gets a text right now. And Spencer's like, why were you smelling the doorknob? Good question. Spencer's on point in this episode. Mm-hmm. And Emily's like, oh, it's my mom. I got to go. And Hannah's like, take me with you. <laughs> but it's, it's kind of hilarious how Allie's completely taken over Hannah's life. Yeah. Which, like, well, can't be helping her, like, own identity issues.
1: I, and Hannah clearly needs them to, like, throw her a life preserver you know mm-hmm. i mean this is like basically the whole like song of in the air tonight by phil collins and like these these ladies are just seeing what hannah's going through and they're not doing much because ha- emily is just like she she's like hannah you,
0: you can't come with me and well, then she can't turns, stay at my
1: house yeah yeah she turns to spencer and she's just like make sure she doesn't drink and dial and she leaves well, Hannah's just
0: like seriously guys i have to get out of here <laughs>
1: Well, like, it's just kind of, like, shakes her head disapprovingly. And Hannah's got to be thinking, like, fuck me. I need some new friends.
0: Well, that's kind of harsh for Emily to, like, like, audibly so Hannah could hear. Just be like, make sure she doesn't drink and die. Exactly. Yeah, it's really fuck fucked you. up.
2: Fuck
1: um, you. I like that Emily's always been on, like, the anti-Melissa bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, then Emily's, like, riding her bike down Main Street Rosewood. Well, done.
0: Hannah just looks like she's had, like, quite enough of all this bullshit, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, Emily's riding her bike. She stopped because something's wrong with her bikes. And she's like kneeling like down. The, to the fix
0: wheels it. like making like a ticking noise. Yeah, like a
1: bomb. Yeah, she's fixing it. She can hear Allison's voice because of
0: course she can. But and then we like, hear it's like a slightly distorted voice. Like it might be a recording.
1: We hear Allison saying like, you have to meet me halfway. It's too dangerous. I am not taking any more chances.
0: Okay. And it's like rewound. And that line
1: plays again. And then we hear Allison say, Shauna, Please. Don't fight me on this.
0: Well, I yeah, mean- as as this is all happening, Emily walks around the corner to see Noel Kahn sitting in a black car with the window down. He's like listening to these recordings of Allison and like rewinding them. Uh, and we can hear like an audible rewinding noise, you know. Uh, and after the Shauna, please don't fight me on this. Noel, like kind of he kind of looks in over in Emily's direction in his side view mirror. Mm-hmm. And so Emily like ducks behind a pillar like hiding uh, and she, like, she makes a noise. Noel, like, leans out, looks around. He doesn't this see time, anything.
1: This time, Emily is the one going bump in the night.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's the, the, kind of a
1: hilarious, like, like I don't know, like, his body movement. As Noel peeks his head out of the car and looks around. But
0: he's just casually sitting in a car with the windows down in the middle of the night listening to weird recordings out in public. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he looks around, doesn't see anything. So he, he takes this, like, recording device he has and puts it in his glove compartment and drives off and, like, screeches away. Noel Khan out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd make a joke about Noel Khan getting himself off to an audio tape of Allison making sinister plans while on the run, but I would really only make that joke if Noel was also wearing a mask of Allison's face while doing it.
0: I'm trying to remember. In the first secret, was it Noel Khan's car that was the convertible, or is that like his friend's? I thought that Noel was
1: riding a shotgun.
0: I th- yeah, yeah, I think he was riding shotguns in And then Allison's car. Allison saying no scrubs to him. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So, after the credits, the next day, we're in Hannah's bedroom. Hannah's, like, looking under the bed
0: for something. She's wearing a white tank top and black leather pants. Yeah, she's got a nice look here. Like, super tight black leather pants, a tank top, and, like, that clearly shows off. She's got a black bra underneath. Yeah. Well, it's like,
1: we know she shoplifted that one top Mm -hmm. a few episodes ago. Does she just have this whole, like, bad girl wardrobe just in backup? There's, like, a backup closet in Hannah's room?
0: I think so, yeah. I was just waiting to go.
1: Or like Ashley and Hannah both have like, like one bedroom has just been converted into like a walk-in vamp closet. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ashley knocks the door comes in. We can hear that Allison's showering. Ashley asks how Hannah is and yeah, Hannah's pretty distant. She's, you know, Ashley asks like how she slept and Hannah's like, who says I'm up? Uh, so Ashley sits on the bed and she says that she thinks the girls should meet her at the mall today after school. Um, you know, Al, and Hannah's like, who? And Ashley's or like, she's well,
0: like you... who's you girls? <laughs> yeah, she's like, you, me, and Allison.
1: Ashley thinks that basically they need a lady day and should treat themselves as something new for Ella's engagement party. And Hannah's just like, you know, I'm not going to that party. Uh, Hannah Ashley asks why. Hannah says you know, makeup test on Monday. That's why.
0: Ashley says that she thinks that Artie would be pretty hurt don't if you, Hannah doesn't make it. Don't you just really want Hannah to tell Ashley here?
1: Yes. Well, yeah. because I think that's the problem is that normally she probably would have by now.
0: But Allison's well, there. No, I don't, I don't think it's that. I think... Hannah has been burned by telling. She told Spencer and Emily, and they gave her shit. She told Arya, and she got massive shit. And so now she doesn't want to tell anyone. It's That's like fair they, too. they've kind of like conditioned her to think that like no good will come of this if she tells someone.
1: That's fair too. But even if she were overcome that, her whole like home, and we know how like the the Marin kitchen, for example, is like a microcosm of how well the the you know how well oiled the machine is working mm. in her Hannah, like. It's been invaded by Allison completely. I don't think Allie's really to do with that. No, but it's it's Hannah's perception of it, though. Even the doorknob smells like this girl.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know. The, I, I feel like her Allie issue's whole, totally separate from the Zach thing. I don't think Allie's affecting that one way or the other. It, sh- it should have a little effect on it, because she should go to Allison, of all these people. Um, but anyway, Ashley's like, Hannah, I think Arya would be pretty hurt if you don't go. And Hannah's like, she'll be fine. Uh, and Ashley's like, can't you study for it over the weekend? And Hannah's like, Mom, I told you she's not going to care if I go or not. Okay. And she like has a jacket in her hand. She throws it on her bed and it knocks over her purse. And Hannah's flask falls out of her purse. And she like immediately face palms as Al- Ashley like sighs and picks it up. Well, she's just, like, the look on her face is just like, oh, you're going to do this now? This is such a drag. Ashley's just like, Hannah, this is not the answer. This is dangerous and disturbing. And you know, it's totally unacceptable now we fill drink it up wine in this house hannah <laughs> <laughs> and it's like mom i know okay you don't have to do all of this and ashley's like okay listen to me i get it all right i know what you and Allison, and your friends have been going through i was here in my house and i was terrified i know you're looking for an escape and honestly i don't blame you Add <laughs> a girl Marin. And she's like, but you can't afford not being in control right now when Allison's kidnapper is still out there. That's a kind of interesting link, I thought, to like alcohol and being in control. I feel like that's not the first time. Like, I think in the last episode, Spencer kind of brought that up. Or maybe it was Allie, like one of them about Hannah not being in control right now, you know? Right, right. Uh, and so Hannah just looks sad, and it's like, it almost seems like Ashley might be getting through to her here. Um, and she's like they'll catch him i promise you but then from you know oscar in the shower we hear Allie call out say han where's my moisture where's your moisturizer and hannah just is like wants to vomit and ashley's like just use mine allison well see i think that's part of
1: it though right there well that it's,
0: that kills it
1: yeah it's it's not just the
0: it's just the betrayal there yeah, yeah. but
1: then the betrayal that actually again gives her beauty so much, to Allison, so much
0: scorn on hannah's face and she just shakes her head and Ashley just looks so bewildered, like, what's wrong, you know?
1: Yeah, Ashley, I feel like, is a little off point in these two episodes. I don't think so. They keep showing these signs of her, like, I don't know. It's I, Maybe this is her, her, her doing her reaching out to Hannah Point, I guess. But, like, she definitely noticed in the last episode that Hannah's going through some dark shit here. And typically, I feel like by now, Ashley would have reached out to her daughter a little bit more, or demanded an answer, like she has in the past. Um, but yeah, in my notes, I literally put so much hand and face. Mm -hmm. So we cut to what I believe is the principal's office. Ari and Ella are sitting down talking to Tanner and Tanner's like, Tanner's like kind of like sitting on the edge of uh, Hackett's desk. And she's like, so when did you first meet Mr. Fitz? Ambush. Yeah. Ari's like, uh, first day of class junior oh, year it's like
0: shooting a look at her mom you know
1: yeah tanner's like the principal stated that to his knowledge you engaged in an intimate relationship with mr fitz after he was no longer a teacher at the school so again i like looking over ella and like, i was like i'm sorry what does any of this have to do with the incident over at the Marin House last night? And Tanner's like, we have several open cases right now. And it's very hopeful to explore possible connections.
0: Like, is Ezra a creepy pervert or not? What's, what's really funny is through this half season, I remember all the, the fans, at least the ones on the PLL subreddit, just, like, hating Tanner. Just because Tanner's, you know, doing her job and being a little smug about it. Exactly. This is
1: exact, it's, She's doing the job yeah. that you want her to. This we have text, several open cases. Yeah. So Ella's like, "What's the possible connection here?" And Tanner's like, "I can't say." And I was like, "You can't say, or you don't know." So Tanner tells Ella she's well on her rights to conclude the interview.
0: Now if she wants, but Tanner will just go to a judge. And I was like, "No, no, let's just get it over with." That see that right there is a a mistake. It, it's this is a classic cop threat. Like you should go involve your lawyers. You know. Like, well, I think Ella's coming from the
1: perspective of she doesn't want Arias' name to get out in the public like that.
0: Yeah, I know, but like. I, I feel like this is a, a bluff by Tanner.
1: Not that Arya's, is, you know, fulfilling the, her end of that deal.
0: What is a judge really going to do here? Yeah. Yeah. So Tanner's like, and Ella's like, no, no, that's okay. Let's get so sober with. And Tanner's like, were you aware of Mr. Fitz seeing other students socially? Students like Shauna Fring? Arya's like, what are you saying? And Tanner's like, is it possible that Mr. Fitz had intimate relations with other students? And Ella's like, how would she know that? And Arya's just like, no. Tanner's like, do you ever recall seeing Mister Fitz interacting with Sean? And Arya cuts her off. She's like, he didn't serial date students. He wasn't some creep that was prowling the hot school hallways hitting on girls.
1: Oh, Arya, oh, just honey. you,
0: Arya, because you're so goddamn unexpected. But Tanner, just
1: she's like, Arya, they're just
0: questions. Well, it's like she knew just how to get a rise out of Arya. Just, just make the suggestion that Fitz was into other girls. Uh, you think that's where
1: she was going, or you think that was actually Tanner's, like, suspicion that... I mean, I,
0: I think that... there's they suspect that there's something weird about the Shauna and Ezra thing, Um, but I I don't know. Like, do you think they actually thought Shauna and Fitz were dating, or, or I don't was know, Tanner but I... just like, I'll bet this will, like, make her head explode if I suggest this? Uh,
1: yes, but I think my guess would be that Tanner probably just assumes that is the tip of the iceberg. And that all she has to do is mm-hmm. make Arya realize that she's not a special snowflake with this pervert like older man, and then Arya will turn on him, yeah, yeah, and give up the details. Um, but of Ella, course, then,
0: then the bell rings, so they're saved.
1: Yeah, Ella's like been playing it cool this whole time, and Arya's just like, this crazy hothead. So, because of the school hallway, where we see Spencer's texting away, she texts to Emily. Just saw Noel. He's deaf here today. No con is here today, everybody. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer closes her locker, turns around, and Allison shows up. And Allison's just like, are you next? And Spencer's like, huh? Allison says Tanner's here again. She's hoping for a mutiny, Spencer. Allison is wearing some kind of hideous 80s fashion that she clearly stole out of like Hannah's closet.
0: Oh, it's like a, a magenta blazer over some weird like, metal-studded rhinestone white blouse thing with all these like weird cutaways. It's a strange, like,
1: m- like remix of outfits mm-hmm. that I'm sure we've seen Hannah wear.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, Ally's like, Tanner's here again. She's hoping for a mutiny, Spencer. And if that frizz top cop just gets one of us to cave, Spencer's like, I'm not caving. And <laughs> Ally's like, okay, but what about Arya? She's totally icing us out. Is there something going on between her and Hannah? I love that she picked up on that. Yeah, well, uh, she's not Spen- an idiot. Spencer's like, I don't know. And Ally's like, well, neither does Hannah, or at least that's what she says. Spencer's like, how long are you going to be staying there? Where's your dad? Your dad's out of town, probably like trying to get a passport. Uh, (laughs) I hope you can give me a passport. I hope to leave the country before they arrest me for murder. Allie's like, I played down what happened last night so he wouldn't rush back. For some reason, this seems like surprise Spencer. And Allie's like, what? It's not like I feel safe in my bedroom. Spencer's like, I need to go to class. I have to leave early to go see the eye doctor. She tries to leave, and Allie's just like, Spencer, if one of us falls, we all fall, and A wins. If
1: we burn, you burn with us. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And Spencer just kind of coolly regards Allie, Uh, and then she looks behind Allie, and she sees Hannah coming down the hallway, looking crunk as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Just kind of stumbling around, and Allie turns to, and they're both just, like, very concerned. Spencer's like, did you guys come to school together? And Allie's like, no, Kale dropped her off. She's the one you should be following, and Ally just takes off.
1: Yeah, Spencer stares and off. And I think we actually Hannah. get
0: some Spencer face here, right? Yeah,
1: well, because she's looking over at Hannah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you see Hannah like behind like this group of like really tall jocks. I really thought they were gonna have Hannah like straight up walk into one of these guys. Hmm. Um, so we cut to the swim coach's
0: office. There's like, a male swim coach now, or is he I- the football coach? I feel like we can just breeze through this and not read all the dialogue. This is. Here are the details. She's well, going to be the new assistant coach.
1: Just a reminder Ian was also a lacrosse coach at the school for a while. This guy is just, it's interesting how they give this character some
0: character. Yeah, there's a little bit of thing about Emily speaking Spanish, and he says Felici, and she says Taciones. Uh, then we realize he doesn't speak any more than that. He took German. But basically, all that happens here is he's just like kind of grills her on her like her availability, and she says, Oh, I can cut back my hours at the brew to like what nothing i mean as if she could say fuck this to her job more than she already does yeah her, like,
1: her shoulder injury is apparently much better
0: and he's like uh, well your fellow sharks want you back in the pool so you know final decision rests with me but meanwhile emily's just looking over there's like a couple binders on his shelf and one of them is for the boys locker assignments and combinations and, yeah emily's doing some in here yeah she is and so anyway he's like i guess you have the new job and they shake hands and
1: well, she's smart. She she does that thing. The guy's a dunce. So yeah. Doesn't need to be smart. She sets her phone down as she gets up. She purposely sets her phone down. She gets up to shake his hand and then she goes outside. This is her excuse to come back in. Oh, well, yeah.
0: They leave together and then she immediately comes right back in. Yeah. But of course, she gets her phone and then she gets that binder of. Well, like, why do they need a whole binder for locker assignments and combinations? It's like one page. I don't know.
1: No, I think she flipped through to find Noel Kahn's. The page that he's on i think it's well, I mean, okay maybe there's videos. like
0: three pages uh, I, I think mean, there's probably more than that how many locker assignments could you possibly have that would require an entire binder for boys and girls uh i feel like he could fit it in one binder that's all i'm saying
1: maybe but maybe it's a up, up for gender because these are just the locker
0: room like the you know with the the gymnasium the athletic it's mean, at like historical there's at least a hundred pages in that binder
1: yeah this is not also it's not that big of a school That'd be kind of funny, but it's not presumably because it's the property of the athletics department. It's not like the hallway lockers.
0: Yeah. yeah. No uh, combination, by the way, 24, 18, Oh, four, three fig- is his locker number.
1: I figured it would be like lost numbers. Uh, yeah. Emily's smart though. She takes a, she takes like a photo of that. Um, so we see later Arya walking through one of the school hallways. Uh she's being followed by Ella as Arya walks away quickly.
0: Arya's like just stomping down that hallway and Ella's Aria, trying to keep up.
1: <laughs> yeah, Arya looks upset. She says that she's late for class. Arya also looks like she's wearing a jacket that she stole from John Cryer and Pretty and Pink. Mm-hmm, uh, basically. Um, or like maybe something Ferris Bueller would have worn. And Ella says, uh or Arya's like, I have to class. And Ella's like, I think that Mrs. Welch will understand. L O
2: L Mrs. And then
0: fuck. An amazing thing happens. Noel Khan just, like, walks by and waves at Arya and says, Hey, Arya. Hey, Mrs. Montgomery. And what? Ella's like, uh, hi, Noel. Just imagine how much easier Ella's life would have been if Arya had just dated Noel Khan. Mm-hmm. Well, and, like, they're both kind of, like, briefly flustered by this, and they both, like, stare after him, like, What, are you, what is going on with you, Noel Khan? Why did you just walk by and say hello? They're like, he's got secrets, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they Ar- they both have, like... Wonderfully identical expressions on their face as they like, watch him go.
1: Eyes narrowing. Mm-hmm. Um so Ella's like telling Arya that she can't lose her cool and ask those questions. Arya's like, those weren't questions, Mom. Ezra's on her hit list and she's wrong. And Ella's like, it's her job to find out as much as possible. And Arya's like, please, not you too Arya's straight up like, fuck the police.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ella's like, Arya, I know this is hard, but sometimes we do have blind spots. When it comes to the people that we love. Well, Arya still stares, stares at her mom like she's not sure if Ella's like with her or against her right now. Oh no, see what I read this as is like wheels are starting to turn. Like Ari Zach. You know, we all have blind spots when it oh, comes okay. to people that's we Okay, that's like, fair. like I feel like there's no way she didn't at least think about Zach when Ella said that and I was like, mmm she's like, Okay, I really need the class. Yeah. I'm already skipping fifth period to help you set up for the party. And Ella kind of, she's like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, thanks, bye. And she pats her around the shoulder, and that's the end of that scene. Well, like, why didn't
1: Ella just ask her if someone could cover for her in fifth period?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So, boys' locker room, Emily sneaks in. She goes over to Noel's locker.
0: Didn't Spencer do this before? Spencer did this back in the day, yeah. Yeah. It looks <laughs> Where like someone... she, she had to hide in the locker, and then she just, like, checked out some dudes changing.
1: Yeah. It looks like someone's watching her. I don't know yeah, like this...
0: this is interesting.
1: It's like POV shots. Well, like, did the shooting script just include notes like, hey, Chad, go ahead and do the voyeur POV cam somewhere in the scene? Yeah. Um. Anywhere, Anyway, like, Emily gets Noel's locker open, grabs his car what,
0: keys. What's funny is that I, I don't think they ever really follow up on this particular thing in the episode, right? I don't if so. Like, don't. it's just just more of that PLL mystique where somebody's always watching.
1: Uh, well, maybe, but it's not very hmm. clear if they do. Uh, yeah. I, I could guess who it could be. But... um.
0: Yeah, anyway, Emily Am- just takes the keys and leaves. Spencer oh, cool. would be proud.
1: Yeah. Noel keeps shaving cream in his locker.
0: Well, no, he's gotta shave his uh you know, manly beard there. He is actually twenty five years old or something.
1: Later on, Noel has basically the same body movements as a werewolf, so I wouldn't mm. be shocked if he's constantly shaving. Um meanwhile, at Caleb's bar. He also I mean, has
0: like some like lotion.
1: Yeah. I I mean mouthwash caleb's bar i mean caleb's fuck cabin Mm um we started in like a just a bunch of empty beer and booze bottles as caleb like lets spencer in and she's brought her half blind judgy face of her (laughs) and spencer looks around and she's like i think we get some details here spencer's like has toby been up here recently and caleb's like no why and spencer's like
0: where where are you going with that spencer well i
1: i think we're gonna find out in a second spencer's
0: like what about the board of
1: health and caleb like picks up a pan and tells her he was gonna straighten up after he had a shower he suggests that she has a seat somewhere. And Spencer's like, no, I can't. I was just stopping my on my way to the ophthalmologist. Okay,
0: like uh, so just stop there a moment. Um, is Toby a slob or something? Is that why she... No, 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 no. We'll get there in a second.
1: Wait for it. Uh, no, no, no,
0: no. But we don't... All that's coming up is the thing about the pan. That doesn't have to do with the condition of this place.
1: I think you're going to find out in a second.
0: I don't think we are. I think
1: you're going to have a better opportunity than what you're talking about, Toby being a slob. We've seen
0: Toby's unfinished apartment. It's not a slob. It's... That's why I'm saying. Why did she ask? Has Toby's been here recently? Because she's looking around the place, thinking, "What a shithole!" And she's like, "Has Toby been here up here recently?" No, I don't think so. What though? does that mean? mean um, that. So, so anyway, so Spencer's like, "No, I
1: can't. I was just stopping by my way to the ophthalmologist, and your place is fucking disgusting. Also, is something growing in that pan that you're holding?" Caleb chuckles and says that Hannah... Yeah, tried he's to got make, this
0: frying pan with, like, some nasty shit in it.
1: He says that Hannah tried to make notches in it, and Spencer's like, Caleb, this can't go on. And
0: Caleb says, it's a
1: frying pan. I'll buy Toby's stepmom a new one. I think what he's talking about is this is actually Toby's, like, family's cabin. That he's the, probably renting from Toby's, like, stepmom. That's my... That's the only thing I can, I can so venture can. guess Jenna's mom? On. Yes, Jenna's mom. I
0: mean, that's a little weird, right?
1: That's super weird. But is it any weirder than half the stuff on this show?
0: I mean, I, I guess I was just thinking a, a different direction of like this. Toby just came hang out, like
1: I would be more concerned. by based on the angle you're coming from, of is Toby coming up here and getting like fucking hammer drunk with you? <laughs> this is a, this is more alcohol than an army could drink on like uh,
0: shore leave. Navy Navy could drink on shore leave. That's not that much alcohol. Uh, it's a bottle of whiskey and two beer bottles. There's a whole like coffee table lined of like
1: beers. I expect that in the other room, there's like one of those like beer, empty beer bottle sculptures.
0: That's feet bottles. Yeah. Fake Newcastle. Is it fake Newcastle? It kind of looks like it. I don't know. Hmm. Um. So. Yeah. (laughs) And like. Well, see, I was thinking maybe Toby just lent him some cookware, you know. Here
1: is some cookware I got from my stepmom. You're
0: going to need to
1: do some cooking.
0: I. You can make top ramen in this. I somehow would be more comforted by the
1: fact that Caleb was renting this from Jenna's mom.
0: <laughs> i just like to imagine Toby brought a care package over. That's like uh, Toby's like s- get it. Wear.
1: We're driving to Target to buy you pots and pans. Mm
0: hmm. Anyway, Spencer's like I'm talking about Hannah. She's a mess, and she's been that way ever since he got back. And Caleb's like I think you have me confused with Allison. Spencer's like No, I know the difference. She's getting wasted in the middle of the day. Caleb's like, oh, she's not wasted. And Spencer's like, she's crashing into people that she cares about. Okay, I understand her not wanting to toast Zach tonight, but Caleb's like, Zach, what does she have against Zach? Spencer's like, I guess I meant uh, Arya, Arya's family. And he just kind of shrugs at this. Like, I don't know, he's thinking this is just like weird drama or something. Yeah. He's like, you're going to have to draw me a map. Spencer's like, come on, Caleb, you're not dense. You know what we're up against. A is back and the cops are circling us with a million questions. Hannah cannot be stumbling around the halls of school looking like she's on a bender in Cancun. And he's like, hey, what's wrong with Cancun? Don't knock it until you've been there.
1: I want a spender to straight up slap him across the face right now.
0: Like, you've been there? You homeless cyber wolf? When were you in Cancun? Yeah, well. Don't knock it until you've been there? Shut up, Caleb. He wants to go on a. Uh, the what? one who's like imagining going to like Phuket like, with like Pastor Ted. He's like, let's go someplace far away like Myanmar. Myanmar. Yeah. Uh and Spencer's like, She's making some scary mistakes, and Caleb's like, She's a big girl. Spencer says, Yeah, she's also a loose cannon, and you're supplying her with gunpowder. Nice. Hannah's a loose cannon, but she gets results. Mm-hmm. And Caleb's like, What? And Spencer's like, She's not drinking alone, Caleb. And this finally, like, wipes the smirk off this asshole's face. Uh, and Spencer's like, Look, I don't know what happened to you when you're away, and he's like, That's right. You don't know the first thing about it. Uh, I feel like she was trying to, like, beat around the bush of, like, directly like, attacking Caleb through this mm-hmm. whole conversation, but, like, she finally had no choice.
2: Well, yeah,
1: he Caleb's, like, back from, like, mystical nom here. Well, she,
0: she keeps saying, like, Caleb, like, I'm really concerned about Hannah ever since he got back, and he just, like, he keeps pushing it off, and finally she's just, like, she's not drinking alone, Caleb. Yes, we're talking about you now.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're enabling her
0: to you're fuck You know, first thing about it. And Han- Spencer's like, okay, and it's none of my business, and maybe I'm not one to judge, but the thing is that I've always thought you were the best thing that ever happened to Hannah, and it really hurts to watch you guys fight whatever is eating you like like this. Uh, but you guys used to draw strength from each other, and now it's, I don't get this. And Caleb's like, I gotta take a shower. And it's like, he's kind of like pretending like he's blowing her off, but you can tell that Spencer just like blasted his soul apart here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so he goes to the door and like opens it for her to leave. There's that's a lot of that this season where the mm-hmm. character has to has had enough of being pep talked, and they're like, "There's the fucking door." Um, so after the commercial, the well, after rings. she
0: leaves, he just has to sigh. He's been Spencer, you know. Yeah. Um, and this is interesting. Cause I, cause I, I like this scene. Is like Spencer has a ton of great moments in this episode. I think this is one of them, where she she's beat it around the bush and she finally like. It's like she's trying to play it as worry about Hannah, and then eventually she just calls Caleb out. But she does it, like, with compassion, which I feel like she wouldn't normally do. I feel like she's kind of finding some aria muscles here. Hmm. How do you feel about that? That she has aria muscles? Well, she's she's finding a different way. Like I feel like maybe the, the older versions of Spencer might have just, like, jumped down Caleb's throat. But she, she actually, she, you know, she says, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not one to judge, but and she's, she's doing it out of compassion rather than just like attacking him, you know. I feel like I think she's doing it for a certain level
1: of finesse. I think Spencer used to view Caleb as an equal, and now, I mean, Christ, look at him. So I think she's, yeah, she's. Tr- I think she's just finding a way that will finally like jumpstart him. Like she tried one. Well, and I feel not, like Spencer
0: another. didn't used to do that. It was can't stop, won't stop, Spencer.
1: Eh, yes and no but i mean it's not like spencer is not a compassionate person of her own it's just usually she doesn't have time there's too much emergency mm-hmm. too much immediacy but i think she knows that she needs caleb to do this because it's not like she can scare hannah straight caleb has to be the one to do it so after the commercial the bell rings we're in the music room um Almost every time we come back to school, the bell's ring. but you'd think this was like 7th period. But <laughs> it's just Hannah and Allison, and Hannah's like packing up her bag, and Allison asks, you know, what's next for Hannah? Hannah says, bio. And Allison says that she's lucky, and that basically her next class is Earth Science, which she has with a bunch of ninth graders, which is humiliating. It's really humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like they're... Like,
0: like, Allie with a bunch of freshmen, I'd like to see that.
1: Boy, I feel like by the end of the first period, the first day, Allison's got them eating out of her hand. Mm-hmm. She's Allison fucking De Laurentiis. Uh So Hannah starts to walk off, and Allison's like, "Wait, I'll walk with you." And Hannah's like, "I don't need an escort."
0: Hannah, by the way, has a uh, like this like trashed up, like all tore up, like leather jacket on, or not leather, a uh, denim jacket on, yeah. with all these like weird patches and buttons, and it, like on the back it says Rosewood like across the uh, shoulder blades totally insane
1: i would think that she probably shoplifted that from the local mall
0: there's like a weird like eagle thing on the back like hannah's about to join a biker gang
1: yeah she looks like she's like i don't even know what they what like derogatory term they have for the ladies who hang on to a, a biker gang but mm-hmm. like she's one of those sadly um like a biker mall um so Austin apologized about the night before and says that she'll pay for the window and hannah's like it's not about the window your stupid stunt affects a lot of people and allison's like are you talking about your mom or are you and Arya fighting about me I mean, come well, on, Hannah. Just tell her, Allison about Baker Brozac. Uh,
0: Allie, like, Allie seems genuinely concerned here, and Hannah, like, yep. immediately looks away because it's it's and Allie reads her correctly that this, something else is bothering her. Yeah, and she's like, "I can help you. You know, I can talk to her." And well, like, "I
1: feel, I feel like Allison could trap Baker Brozac in, like that Kryptonian floating mirror thing from the original mm-hmm. Superman movies. She's that good."
0: Yeah, and Hannah's like, "I don't want you doing anything at all. I just want to be left alone." And I think it's best if you just stay with one of the other girls. Allie's like, Han, what's happening to us? Our group is falling apart. Mm. Uh, Just then we hear a door close and the familiar tap, tap, tap that omens the arrival of the Jenna thing. She's here. They turn around and they see uh, Jenna enter. And Allie looks back at Hannah, like concerned, but Hannah just like takes off. Like, fuck this. Have fun (laughs) with that. (laughs) Hey, Jenna, here's your afternoon snack. (laughs) Yeah. So Allie has to turn back around and be like, Hey, Jenna, it's Allison and Jenna like comes to a stop like facing off against Allie. I like uh she has her flute case. I thought that was a nice touch cuz mm-hmm. she she would have it, you know, in yeah. the music room here.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh Allie's like I didn't know that you had enrolled here in Rosewood. She sounds pretty nervous. Yeah, she does. But also
1: like she's trying to like just generally like warmly open up to Jenna. Mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. And Jenna, I mean, it's like her stance is like she's like holding her cane in front of her like arms like folded
1: yeah she's i didn't even roll here and jenna says that she'd come back a few weeks ago and nobody seemed to notice um jenna like bodies in the graveyard noticed that you had returned um but jenna's like but but then again i didn't come back from the dead and allison says you know i'm sorry about shauna she seems very very genuine she says Mm. and she's like she meant a lot to me too and jenna says thanks and i'm sorry for you I heard about the break-in last night. It must be hard coming back here and knowing someone is still after you. And then uh, Jenna starts tap-tap-tapping her way out of the room, and Allison stops her. And she's like, wait, how did you do it? What? And uh, Shauna, she was my friend before she met you. How did you turn her against
0: me? I didn't. You
1: did. Jennifer, out. So... Jenna Lee's Alison's like, hmm. They start this song here. that's basically just some like pop song, but it sounds like like the start off's like a Mexican duel. Does it? A little bit. Like I figured, Jenna, and we were gonna like square off in the town square, like with I like six shooters under their you're Talking about uh,
0: bird in a cage by the spells here, I believe. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, that's I just got that from the wiki. This this whole like uh, division here that's happening between Ally and the Liars. I feel like it's like. It's like a tragic inevitability. Like despite Allie's best efforts, like she's she's being much nicer than she was in like say like the flashbacks we would seen. Mm-hmm. But like they just can't forgive her for like the lies she's telling to protect them. Yeah, uh, and it's like it's like they can just blame Allie for all their a troubles now. You know, it's like she's yeah. a convenient stand-in. She's she's someone they can get mad at because a is like this you know anonymous person.
1: Well, I don't think Spencer really thinks that Noel Khan
0: locked him into that stable. You it's, know, It's impossible, but it's yeah. just Spencer, you know, Ali's a convenient target for them now.
1: Yeah. Uh, so meanwhile, in the courtyard, Arya is texting Ezra. She sends him, don't rush back. Tanner has lots of questions about you, all about Shauna, which
0: is a that text. That some nice evidence.
1: Yeah, that's a text that will only make a guy panic. Mm-hmm. Um, she sends that text off, and then she like... Looks and sees Hannah walking. Hannah stops, freezes when she sees Arya. Arya glares at her.
0: Oh, see, Arya, I don't think it's a gra- glare. Like Arya just like is like kind of freezes herself. It's like they don't know. I I, I feel like because Arya just gets up and walks away. But I think it, she's just avoiding Hannah, like to avoid reality right now. I don't think she's necessarily angry anymore. She's. Well, I think
1: just, like, she's going through the motions of this fight. This oh yeah, it's fight. like she
0: just she's not prepared to like you know move on with hannah right now <laughs>
1: yeah she's not prepared to make the peace um mm-hmm. so but the way she she moves past hannah i almost have to expect her to like shoulder check hannah well so she hannah- doesn't though
0: because i don't i don't think she's mad i think she just like she can't she's not ready to to deal with this with hannah right now so she just has to leave
1: oh i think but yeah you're right she saw the truth of hannah's situation mm-hmm. like at the end of last episode but so hannah makes hannah face watches Arya go uh, it's funny to me, it's behind Hannah, we see the two students who instantly moved in and like, took our <laughs> vacancy. To <laughs>
0: yeah. Hannah turns back around like, oh, fuck, I can't even sit down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so at the eye doctor. A nurse oh, is like, putting drops in Spencer's eyes. Uh, She's dilating notes,
0: Spencer's eyes.
1: Yeah. Right around here in my notes, I put, Q Benjamin Light's boner for having his eyes dilated.
0: I love having my eyes dilated. It's so much fun. Yeah. Especially do. when you have to drive home afterwards. Mm-hmm. so they're just doing this in the waiting room which they've never done for me in the actual waiting When's the last group. time you had your eyes dilated about two years ago ah that's way too long they they took Isn't me to the exam fun? room they put that like those weird eye drops in that are like bright yellow when you like dab it with tissue uh-huh
1: they took me to the exam room and then put me like in a
0: separate waiting room it's
1: much smaller for people who are Waiting to have their eyes
0: dilated. Well, the the great thing about having your eyes dilated is that you really lose the ability to control your like focal point of your vision. Also, all the light. Yeah, that too. um But it's 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 especially hard to look at to focus on things that are close to you. Uh, I Spencer think this episode is about episode find
1: out <laughs> does a great job of showing us that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the nurse tells her she can wait out here till the eyes are dilated, and the doctor will take her in. So next to Spencer is literally an old woman knitting. Spencer like pulls out her phone to check it. She can barely see it though. She like goes through the call history. We see that there's calls from Aria, Mom, Emily, Christine T, Hannah, Hannah, and Gina. Who Gina. the fuck is Gina? Who the fuck is Christine T? No, nah, I'm worried about that chick, Gina. Um Spencer gives up her phone. Gives up on the phone. She's on the I could, the I could watch
0: Spencer like squint and look around like confused, like oh, forever.
1: This whole sequence is next level amazing uh she's mm. looking around the waiting room she's like watching her own hand get blurry <laughs> yes it's like she's never had her eyes dilated before
0: well this is such a spencer injury you know it's like haha you can't trust your vision uh and then what should happen uh, somebody comes into the waiting room and we can there's like spencer's like I, I guess we should explain like the setup here where it's like this this office place you enter a door and there's, like, a, a wall there with, like, a window cut out where, like, you talk to a receptionist. And they let you through past that receptionist into, like, another waiting era, area. Spencer's in, like, the second waiting area.
1: And all along the walls of the second waiting area are the various exam rooms.
0: Mm-hmm. And so in the, the main door, like, over, you know, in front of the receptionist, we see two Jennas enter.
1: Two Jennas.
0: Two Jenna's. And one of them is actually Sydney, of course, just dressed exactly like Jenna with the uh, dark sunglasses on.
1: We'll get to the outfits, I think, the next time we see them full body. But yeah, it's yeah. Jenna Sydney, Spencer recognizes them. She needs to get a picture of this. Well, she so freaks she...
0: out. She's like, what the fuck? Two Jenna's, you know?
1: So she whips out her phone and tries to take a picture in, like, the most awkward fashion ever. The
0: most hilarious way ever. She has to, like, hold it super close to her face to see it. And she's, like, squinting at it. Well, like, she's, she like,
1: tilted to the side. It's like they not only dilated her eyes, but also her brain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So then the two Janice depart. And the photo she takes is just,
0: like, a tilted view of the waiting room. Well, it's I like bo- she gets the photo off just after they leave. And it's like she's looking at, it, like, did that happen? <laughs> you know? Well, Am I just I- hallucinating? <laughs> I believe it's the
1: PLL annotations in this one where it's just like, no, mm.
0: not again. The PLL annotations for the scene are absolutely hilarious. Yeah, Spencer's just like, I'll show them all this time. Oh, no, not again.
1: Um, so we constantly to talk about how great Troy and Belisario is on this show and how she would be great doing literally anything she fucking wants to. But this episode especially, I think she really hits home that she would be fantastic in a sitcom.
0: Oh, yeah, she's super funny. And, and just... I love that they brought in the two Jenna thing here. I mean, they the show knows that there's, like, the twin thing from the novels, and they play with that constantly, you know? Yeah. There's this constant references to, like, doppelgangers and, like, identical twins. And, and yeah. now it's, like, suddenly, like, Jenna has this, like, weird doppelganger of her own, and it's super creepy.
1: Well, and this time... You know, we kinda, they kind of hinted at it with that first time we saw them together, but we'll get into it in a minute. But they're they're dressed exactly like. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not really Jenna's fault. Like, Sydney <laughs> had to see that Jenna's wearing the exact same outfit as her. It's like,
0: did they plan that? Like, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's, it's, uh, it's never explained. I remember people freaking out, being like, why didn't they ask them why they were dressed the same? And it's like, you don't ask that question. You just go with it.
1: Yeah. Um there's always like one really important question that Spencer lets yeah. go. Anyway, oh, I so mean this
0: this whole sequence is like a classic PLL moment. It's absolutely hilarious.
1: Boy, well, it only gets better from here. Mm-hmm. But so outside Rosewood High, the music started to die down. Emily's like she walks out. She goes right over Nolcon's car,
0: Do you which is Nolcon has an awesome parking spot. Well, he is parked as close to the front entrance of school as he can be. Like, does is that reserved for Nolcon? Oh, I like, would. How does love he get that spot?
1: I would love if no con shows up on a Saturday and just with a cutout thing, like spray paints, no con <laughs> reserved for no con. I feel like space. he pulls
0: up right in front of the school and gets out and somebody's just like, hey, man, you can't park here. And he turns to him and says, no, you can't park here.
1: He just flashes that, that two, the two fingers and the granny's like aces. Well, yeah. you bet you can imagine that a guy like Principal Hackett probably loves no con.
0: Mm-hmm. And is know? slightly terrified of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, because no con sleeping with his wife. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she lets herself like Emma lets herself in. You know his keys opens the glove box like starts pawing through that giant envelope he had stashed there. Inside her ATM surveillance photos of Allison and some dude and like a fancy digital recorder thing.
0: The dude has like a a hat pulled down so we can't see who it is. Yeah. Yeah. And Emma's like it's Allison, and mm-hmm. some guy.
1: We hear a noise as someone comes out of the school and Emily like, tosses the envelope in her purse, shuts the I, door to Noel's con.
0: I like the, the weird fancy recorder that's in here, too. That's like a professional digital audio recorder. That's, a, that's serious business there.
1: Yeah. Um, so she shuts the door to Noel's car and the phone, her phone rings. In, at the doctor's office, we see Spencer like dive into like, an exam room on the side. She's calling Emily and Emily's like, can I call you back? And Spencer's like, no. Emily says that she's in Noel's car and Spencer's like, Emily, Jenna's here. With another Jenna. And Emily's like, <laughs> what? Spencer says, they gave me these eyedrops, okay? And I thought I was hallucinating, but I'm not.
0: So- Emily's just like, stop. Listen to me. I got his keys out in his locker and searched his car. He has pictures of Allison from when she was dead. And Spencer's like, that makes no sense. And Emily's like, oh, but scene two Jenna's does? Oh, I love it so much. And, and Spencer's like, to find dead. And Emily's like, the last two years of her life. He put them in the same envelope as the tape he was listening to. Spencer's like, "Why did? Why would he even have that stuff?" And Emily's like, "I don't know. I need to drop his keys off at Lost of Found before he..." And Spencer cuts her off. She's like, "Fine, but then I need you to come right here." Spencer's freaking out. There's two Jennas. Uh, and then Emily has to whisper. She's like, "I can't, cause like she hears like a door close. There's somebody leaving the school. She has to like duck behind a bush."
1: Which is like the she has like the worst hiding spot.
0: Oh, I know. Well, and it's like, it's clearly like a girl leaving, too.
1: Yeah, but this is like a comically bad hiding spot.
0: hmm And Emily's just, like, or Spencer's like, Emily, my eyes are not playing tricks with me, okay? Something freaky's happening. Em, hello? Em? And Emily's like hiding, so Spencer just hangs up and calls Emily right back. Mm-hmm. And then Spencer, or Emily answers, and she's like, Sorry, I thought I just saw Noel coming out the door. False alarm. Spencer, you there? Spencer? Uh, but Spencer... Is not listening anymore. Her like phone's like slowly lowering from her face as she stares at the wall. Uh, and on the wall, there's an eye chart. Uh, some of the letters are kind of a darker black than the others, and they spell out "Can you see me yet?" A. Oh shit. <laughs> Nicely done, A. This is amazing. This How did A do this? How did A manage to like put up uh, a false like eye chart just to to fuck with Spencer? It's amazing. So.
1: What's more impressive to you, this or Emily's like cereal that one time? That cereal is pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I feel like probably everyone at the school got the A cereal that day, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Spencer just like whoops around and is just like, holy fuck. Um, so after the commercial, Aria walks in her front door. She's on the phone with Emily and she's like, so you think somebody helped Jenna mess with that eye chart? Which, which she should have said is, I can't, I can't believe. believe you <laughs> think there's somebody. somebody. Um, so Aria then sees that Ella and Baker Brozak are doing all kinds of shit with flowers. And Aria's like, hey, em, I gotta go. We can talk about this at the party. Well, not at the party, but I'll see you there. And she hangs up.
0: Yeah. And Zach walks in, and he's like, hey there. And Ella's like, oh, were were you able to get more candles? And Ari says she did, but they're scented ones. And and Zach's like, hmm, how do we feel about smelling patchouli while eating steak? And Ella's like, yeah, I think we can lose the candles. This crowd looks better in the dark anyway. And that gets a a hearty chuckle from uh, nice guy Zach here. And and then Ella checks her watch, and she's like, oh, shoot, I got to go. I'm going to miss my hair appointment. And he's like, oh, we got this covered, and... Ari is just kind of nodding uneasily, and I was like, perfect, thank you. She kisses Zach, and they all say goodbye to each other Whoa. like 20 times.
1: The nice shot uh, with Aria in the background is they kiss. As mm-hmm. She just appraises their love.
0: Yeah, I mean, Zack Lowe's having a lot of fun this episode.
1: Lucy Hale gets to do that a lot over the course of the show. Like, mm-hmm. Emily has great reactions. I think BuzzFeed does some kind of reaction gift oh, thing yeah. with her lately. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but like... Lucy Hale has
0: mastered Arya's like appraisal stare. hmm Um Well like was it me or did they all say goodbye to each other like a million times? It was yeah. just, like they it's like Zach's, like bye to Arya, and then Arya says bye to Ella, and then Ella says bye it to Zach, like, and then Zach says bye to Ella. It and was then like Ella says bye to Arya.
1: It was like the Waltons saying goodnight to each other. Yeah. Yes, that reference says that I am seventy five years old. Mm-hmm. Um so like yeah, they leave, Ella takes off, or Ella takes off. Zach comes over and he's like putting something in a box by Ari, like you gonna put his hair, and Ari kind well, of like moves away from
2: him.
0: I love the body language. Um, her arms are crossed, and she like he has to move past her, and she kind of like makes sure he doesn't even brush up against her, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, and she she grabs this clipboard, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm updating the list. Hannah can't make it," and he's like, "Oh no, why not?" And Ari's like, "Uh, she said she, she wasn't feeling well." And he's like, what's wrong with her? Well, she's just, like, staring at him intently,
2: like, she's, gauging his reaction.
0: She's watching, yeah. And he's like, what's wrong with her? And Ari's like, I don't know. That's all she told me. And he tries to be casual. He's just like, hmm. Uh, and he's, like, going about, like, whatever he's doing with, I don't know, party shit. But yeah. Ari is like, watching him so closely, and it's like, she knows now, you know? Yeah. I feel like that was the confirmation she needed.
1: So, at the doctor's office, Spencer's, like, strolling around the waiting room in those, like, big dark glasses they give you the kind that
0: well they're like wraparound sunglasses yeah
1: the kind that the old people wear like future from the future in the 80s movies like or oh, the evil aliens old, the old people v. wear them
0: over their normal glasses these are like glasses you can fit over glasses
1: they're the most unhip thing you can put on your face <laughs> and yet oh. they
0: look just right on spencer
1: Well, and then compare that to just then, Emily walks in in her aviators.
0: Emily walks in in, like, her supermodel glasses here. Emily, by the way, has, like, these weird, like, shiny, dark gray, like, almost, like, pewter, like, sausage casing leggings on. Hmm.
1: So, Emily wants to know which room the eye chart was in, because that is kind of important. And Spencer's whispering that the two Jennas are in the other
0: room. (laughs) There's such a wonderful thing here where, like, everybody's wearing these gigantic sunglasses. Well, she
1: says they're in there, and Emily's like, who's in there? And Spencer's like, Jenna and jenna and then he's like uh do you want to see what i found in noel's car and spencer's like no i can't even see my feet right now
0: <laughs> and then a door opens uh, behind them and out walks jenna and sydney together it's sydney guiding her and spencer's like there and it's really a shame that at this moment emily takes her sunglasses off because yeah. this was turning into like a crazy like doppelganger party where like everybody's wearing huge sunglasses and I like think- kind of dress like each other We've made the joke a hundred times that we wanted,
1: like, now, like, four other girls to walk in on <laughs> glasses.
0: It just has like,
1: cell divide more comedically.
0: I don't know why. I, I just noticed in this scene, like, the Chloe Bridges has, like, super long hair. Yeah. Like, it, like, goes down, like, past her bus line. It's, like, really long hair. But so they walk out, and Emily sees this, takes her sunglasses off because she can't believe this shit. And she's yeah. like, Sydney? So, they're both wearing black boots, crimson red pants, a black shirt
1: of jean jackets over them, and, like, big dark glasses. They, like, they, Chloe Bridges' hair is longer than Tamden's her it is
0: styled similarly. It, it's kind of like exactly the Allison the style, like the, uh, the, the curls, like big curls on the sides. Yeah,
1: whatever that's called, because we don't know. But Coils,
0: yeah. maybe. Um, I, But it's not exactly the same clothing. Like, Sydney has, like, a different boots on, and, like, her blouse is a little different, but it's, it's like, very similar.
1: It's, it initial glance especially if your eyes are all mm. doped up it it, it
0: yeah. looks exactly the and same th- they're basically dressed the same but it's not like they're wearing the exact same outfit at
1: some point on the drive over sydney should have looked over at jenna and been like shit <laughs> i almost want to go home and change i mean they the had notes. you
0: plan this right <laughs> that's so
1: weird
0: well, is it any weirder than anything else jenna does we we can't really call i mean isn't ali like you know ali had her cc True, and we, we you can't know really this call is like it the,
1: because we podcast in the exact same outfits every time.
0: That's true, yeah. We call each other beforehand. But yeah. I mean, yeah, Ellie had her CC and like, you know, like masks of her own face and whatnot, uh, that she wanted her friends to wear. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna's just like the the dark, you know, broken mirror version of this. Mm, she definitely
1: is, through uh through a Jenna Darkly. Mm-hmm. Um so Emily's just just has her glasses and she's just like, Sydney? Sydney looks guilty as shit. Well, she's oh, like, they stop oh,
0: short, like busted.
1: Oh, hi, Emily, Spencer. So Emily asked what Sydney's doing here. and Jenna's the like, the
0: pained smile that Jenna has on her face.
1: When Jenna's just like, she's my ride. Is that a problem? And Emily's like, yeah, kind of. Unless you're driving a taxi. When did you two become friends? And Jen turns to Sydney and she's just like, we should go. And then Spencer is like,
0: Sydney, Emily asked you a question. <laughs> and Jenna's like, it sounded more like an accusation. And uh, Spencer says, how come you never mentioned that you and Jenna were friends? Or Emily says that, yeah. Emily says that, yeah. And Jenna's like, maybe it never came up. And Spencer says, maybe you should let her speak for your, herself." Jenna's like, excuse me? And Spencer just, man, she's on fire. She says, when you ask the organ grinder a question, you don't want to hear from the monkey.
1: The only thing that made that more funny is that they did like the joke that people always talk about Jenna. where like, Spencer wasn't even facing them as yeah, she said it. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah they should have done that <laughs> jenna's like can we please leave and Emily's like wait and jenna's like for more insults how long is it going to take for you to both realize that you're nervous around the wrong person i'm not allison come on sid love the way she says that yeah when she she
1: actually leads sydney away yeah she
0: the flying <laughs> girl leads sydney away sydney's just like staring open mouth just like uh like it's like <laughs> kind of like like mouth breathing like slack job look on her face
1: yeah, so Spencer and Emily watch them go. So we well, cut Spencer to... is
0: just like, "Yeah, bitch, you best step off." Like that's basically her attitude right now, you know, with those huge ass to. sunglasses on. <laughs> and Emily <laughs> is just like betrayed.
1: Oh, Sp- Emily looks like she's about to go like get a tank of gasoline and burn Sydney's <laughs> house down. Seriously. Uh, so we cut to H- uh, Caleb's fuck cabin. Well, Caleb's fuck cabin that mm, works too. There we go. Hannah walks in, slams the door, tosses her purse down the couch. She walks right past Caleb, who's, like, chilling on the recliner, uh, watching, like, extreme-sounding S-
0: like Snowboarding. Yeah. He's watching, um, like, a half-board snowpipe. Uh,
1: so Hannah has, like, the fresh snowboarding
0: half-pipe. Uh, yeah, Hannah goes straight for the beer.
1: And Caleb's like, hey, Caleb. Hey, Hannah. Hey, how was your day? My day was fine. How was yours? Hannah, like, plops down another recliner and says, my day sucked, actually. Um, he's he asks what happens, and she drinks her beer, and she asks if they like, can just watch this. She's not in the greatest mood, and Caleb's like, "Snowboarding
0: videos are the worst."
1: Well, I think for me, it's not even so much the snowboarding; it's the fucking soundtrack.
0: Yeah, the like yeah. weird
1: extreme guitar riff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like whatever. Um, well, it
0: should be mentioned this is like an ancient CRT television with like an antenna. Like this thing was manufactured in like 1963.
1: Well. You know, you can't watch a guy eat his own beard on YouTube mm-hmm. forever.
0: Yeah. Uh, so
1: Caleb's like, "Does this mood have to do with this party that we're not going to tonight?" And
0: Hannah says that you know, you could not. She would not go to this party if you paid her. Well, and he's like, "And that's because." And I think Hannah realizes here that she just tipped her hand. Yeah. You know, like she kind of unguardedly like gave an opinion, and Hannah's like, "Because I'm just not feeling it." And Caleb says. I've never seen you turn down free food and a chance to dress up. Last year for Cinco de Mayo, we drove 10 miles out of town to a gas station just for the free burrito and a mini sombrero. Why are you acting so weird about this? I mean, a free burrito and a mini
1: sombrero? Hannah, you're awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you could leave this town and go to Ravenswood and pass that up. I really don't.
0: And I I like the way this kind of develops here. Hannah's not going to out and say it. She kind of leads into it. She says... What's weird is going to a party and listening to toast about eternal love when one in three marriages end in divorce. Mm-hmm. Is that like one in like two. Uh,
1: yeah, I was going to say, I think those numbers are a little bit yeah. low, Hannah.
0: <laughs> and Caleb's like, and what? You're placing your bets on this one? Uh And he gets no reaction. So he sits up and he's like, Hannah, does this have anything to do with the guy I was marrying? And Hannah looks over like kind of very hesitantly. And then she looks away and finally she just says, he's just gross. And Caleb's like, okay, can you please be a little more specific? And she sighs. It's like, all right, and here it comes. She says, he's a sleaze. He gave me his number, and he wants to meet up, although no one seems to believe me. And Caleb, he's like, he's processing this. He's like this biting is, his thumbs. This is like the
1: evolution of hand acting.
0: Yeah. Like, and he's like, like biting on his thumbs. Keegan now needs to head. take
1: this from the hands to like the mouth.
0: And he says, I believe you, okay? And which is like, hey, where have you been, Caleb? Yeah, like, where, why, why have you been a douchebag these past like five episodes?
1: Well, he's kind of you're back.
0: There's been like the glimmers, though, because like mm-hmm. he's kind
1: of gotten the whole Allison thing in a way it's affected Hannah,
0: yeah, yeah. But finally, somebody believes it. Uh, Hannah, yeah, and he's like, why didn't you tell me? And Hannah's like, it's not a big deal, and he says, yes, it is, this dude. And Hannah says, it's embarrassing, and Caleb's like, right for him, exactly. It's like, wow, good on you, Caleb. Yeah, finally. And Hannah says, then why am I the one who feels like crawling into a hole and never coming out? Uh, man, poor Hannah. That's mm-hmm. such a depressingly real portrayal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says, let's just not talk about this anymore. And Caleb, he's just kind of pondering. And he pauses and he, he stands up. He says, you know what? Uh, there's just not a lot to eat here. So I'm going to go stop in at Mangia- Mangiano's. Is that what it is? Yeah, Mangiano's. And get you your favorite. You just uh, you just stay here and you watch the chickiest chick flick that you can find, okay? And he leans down and he kisses her and he's like, uh, "I'll be back soon." She just kind of squeezes his arm and Caleb's heading out to do some cyber wolf ass kicking.
1: Whoa, well, so she, there's like a look on her face as she goes. And at first, I was like really kind of torn on what direction this was expression was supposed to go. Was she feeling abandoned by him here or was she feeling relieved that he not only believed her without question but wants to try to do something nice for her? I think it's the second one.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think I, it I, had to feel feel good to tell that to someone and, and have them support you. you well, know?
1: And I think his you know brief hesitation there as he chewed his thumbs wasn't about feeling betrayed by her. But I think it's more like that's the last thing you want to hear happened to somebody you care about, you mm-hmm. know? But, and then I was like, the chickiest chick, look like, man, that sounds so insulting. But it's like, I think to him, like, he knows that that's what Hannah wants to do. She wants to, re- she wants to retreat into something She comfort, yeah. Yeah, she wants that comfort. Um, So it's like, it's like, finally, like, like, within his shell, Caleb is possibly crawling out of this, like, shithead exterior <laughs> yeah. that he brought back from, from Ravenswood. So meanwhile, Arya's like, putting on her earrings, getting ready in the mirror in her room. Can we and talk about mirror, what
0: Arya's, like, outfit here? she looks lovely she yeah i mean this is uh aria I, I was reading the uh like the stylist was interviewed about the christmas dresses that they wear mm-hmm. and how like she, she, she puts aria in these kind of dresses because they like they're good for her like figure mm-hmm. um it's kind of this like white lace like i don't know what this is called i think it's called a cupcake dress um it it's looks like a little very, bit
1: like a ballerina skirt, almost.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like high-waisted and then it's just like a like a sleeveless kind of like black satin top. Um and then just because she's Arya, on one wrist she has nothing and on the other is she has like 1 million bracelets.
2: Mhm. Cuz she's Arya. Mhm.
0: And
1: she's this- she's like Wonder Woman's elegant sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, yep. it's it's kind of a I don't know. It's like the same Arya who went to Whatever the fuck that uh, art museum with Ezra was back in like season three. It's that same Aria, I feel like. It's an evolution of yeah, her the, style. Yeah, the
0: dress was a little different. That was more form-fitting. This is. I more... mean, that,
1: that's Aria's colors. It's black, mm-hmm. white, and red.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Ella says, hey, I need your approval. And she walks in for Lord Arya's approval here. Mm-hmm. And Aria looks her up and down. She's like, you look amazing. But it, it kind of seems like she's hiding a frown. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, obviously there's something on her mind. And Ella's like, really? The necklace isn't too much? And Arya just kind of shrugs. She's like, no, it's perfect. And Ella says, okay, thanks. Now I can relax. When it comes to fashion, you are my guru. Whoa. It's like, Ella, don't encourage her.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ella's wearing like a, a simple but sparkly dress with like a blazer. hmm And a necklace that she probably has on loan from the
0: Arya collection. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, it looks like
1: something Queen Neferiti would wear. Uh,
0: yeah. Ella turns to leave, but Arya, it's like, she's, she's finally going to say something. She says, mom, are you sure that you want to do this? I mean, maybe you should you should just wait. And I was like, wait for what, Arya? If you don't want me to get married, and Arya says, no, it has nothing to do with you getting married. It has to it has to do with you marrying Zach. And there's like a long pause here as Arya is kind of evaluating Ella's mood. This is, the way this scene is shot is interesting because at the start of it, it's like we're barely getting Ella at all, and we're just all getting Arya. Mm. Uh, like we're not we're barely even getting reaction shots from ella and then it's going to flip at a certain point mm. um it's this long pause it's aria just kind of we don't get ella's reaction when she says that we just we have Arya staring at her and then she says uh how well do you kn- really know him and then we get we see a little bit of ella now and you can see she's like trying to remain calm but there's definitely like s- it's like panic behind her eyes you know yeah and she's like why are you saying that was he inappropriate with you and Ray's like, no, not with me. Maybe he was with Hannah. And now, it, 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 like, it kind of the, the way the scene is shot kind of flips around. Now we focus on Ella, who, like, walks into the foreground.
1: There's a lot of, in this episode, and this might be the real Chad Lowe move, mm-hmm. is having people walk away and not face you as they deliver, like, their half of a conversation or a
0: monologue. Well, it's... I mean, uh, dramatically speaking, Arya kind of like the first half of the scene is hers, where she's finally going to confront her mom. But now the scene is Ella's, as mm-hmm. Ella has to process this, mm-hmm. and she kind of walks away from Arya, and you can see like, I I mean, it's you know, just it's lost in description. But like, if if you're watching it, Holly Marie Combs is doing some w- nice work here. Well, and it's kinda, really
1: interesting because as as Holly Marie Combs like takes up the foreground, Arya kind of.
0: Blurs in the background mm-hmm. but and and Ella is just kind of, it's she's not like breaking down, but you know the she's the, having to the admit panic something. is rising, yeah, yeah. uh And aria says in the background, like blurry, she says, "Mom, why did you go there right away?" And Ella's like, she's kind of struggling. She's like, "Um, there was an incident before we came here, but I guess I just explained it away to myself as pre-wedding jitters." And Arya's like, I'm so sorry, mom. And Ella turns back to face her. She looks pretty devastated. And she's like, yeah, me too. Mm. Uh, poor Ella. Yeah. Uh,
1: so what you, what you were getting at earlier is that one of our listeners, Crystal, left us a comment on the roundtable post praising mm. Jacob Clifton's mentioning of Ari's compassion. And I think uh, Crystal's point was that, yes... Aria can be a selfish little diva, but she also displays a large amount of empathy at times mm-hmm. and strives to connect with folks and understand them. I think you kind of see that. I think that's kind of represented like in shadow play with a little bit of the scene of Arya talking to Paige. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's both. It, I think that perfectly sums up Arya, where she can be incredibly oblivious to the real world when her heart's involved, but she also strives to, connect with people or understand them in a way even if she doesn't emphasize other times but like coupled with her insane fashion sex mm-hmm. it's, well, it's a little bit of what makes aria so wonderful
0: aria tends to be the one who will give people the benefit of the doubt like when mona came over and apologized to them at one point i think aria was like kind of the only one who really like believed her mm. you know like aria tends to like take people at you know at their word at least at first
1: and I think you know this episode. It's it's hard to make the comparison because, like, look at Emily in
0: this episode. <laughs> yeah.
1: She she looks like she's about to walk away from like Sydney's burning corpse and not not stare back. Uh, so go to the rear window of brew where Caleb shows up. He's like looking oh, around. Oh
0: yeah. he's just people walking are, in.
1: People are rushing around, like setting up for the party. It looks like Baker Bro Zach has hired Valhalla Catering to handle this party. <laughs> uh, Zach's giving orders. Like well, with, Zach's
0: in the like this kind of cheap ass looking suit. Yeah,
1: with his he's just cheap. He's just a cheap bro. Yeah. Uh, he's like giving orders, like, "Hey, put the chafing dishes on the on the side opposite the seafood, yo." Wait,
0: so there's chafing dishes, there's seafood, but there's steak. Yeah, mm. uh,
2: this. You well, just... like, have you?
0: I guess what I don't understand is the steak part. Like, you would think it's some some kind of party like this. It'd just be a bunch of hors d'oeuvres and maybe some popovers. Uh, but like, where does the steak come in? Well, steak is not an hors d'oeuvre. I look at a guy like Zach,
1: and I think that this is a guy who's going to serve me cocktail weenies on a toothpick at his engagement party Mm -hmm. but no he went to vienna to learn how to do fucking fancy pastries so i don't know what the hell we're getting
0: there but he he looks over at caleb and he's like are you the catering crew caleb says no i just walked in and uh zach's like oh sorry man we're closed tonight for private event But caleb's here to be sassy and righteous i'm not here for a latte i need to talk to you and Zach's like, um, kind of actually busy right now. And Caleb's like, yeah, sounds like you've been busy. Being the kind of scumbag he's begging to get his ass kicked. Oh, <laughs> uh, this scene. Zach's like, excuse me. And he's kind of like stepping up now. Mm-hmm. And Caleb says, do you hit on all of Arya's friends or is it just Hannah? And Zach's like, just Hannah. Uh, he says, so I'm guessing you're the boyfriend. I respect you coming here. Seriously, I do. But honestly, this is just a misunderstanding. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on, Caleb. He respects you coming here. And that seriously. respect means a lot coming from this asshole. Seriously. Do you feel better about it now? Seriously, he does respect you. He does. <laughs> oh, let's just shake hands then. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Seriously.
1: Just a misunderstanding, bro.
0: <laughs> Caleb's just like, that's so. Uh, Zach says, she clearly took what I said way too seriously. I was just joking. It's like, wow, Zach, how old are you? You're using the just joking defense. Yeah. Caleb's like, I don't know, man. She's got a pretty good sense of humor. She didn't find you funny at all. Which is very true. Hannah's hilarious. She is. She did not laugh at you. She did not find your joke funny. And Zach's like, well, I think your girlfriend's just embarrassed. I didn't want to have to do this. But uh... and he pulls out this piece of paper from his pocket and he hands it to Caleb here. And it's a note. And the note says, it's a handwritten note. It says, sorry if I acted shy before. I promise I'll make up for it. Hannah. Which? Why is this guy carrying this note around?
1: Why is it in the note of his? Like, why is the note in his pocket? It's his just like just suit in, in the case I
0: get shit for this. I have my like, like he thinks this is like his defense or something. It know?
1: reminded me of that thing from Transformers Four.
0: Oh, the uh, the laminated uh Juliet Law like, statute, statute. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> why are you carrying that around with you?
0: Yeah, he's, he carries it around in his pocket. I mean, obviously this is not like his normal clothes. You know, he's like dressed for this party, but he still has this note, like just in case somebody tries to ask him about it yeah uh, so
1: he's like i was only reacting to signals i was getting which like hmm. lol like why don't you just work in the word vibes one more time you prick It's like
0: i was only reacting to an underage girl who seemed drunk and vulnerable yeah exactly so caleb says that this note isn't
1: hannah and zach says he's like sorry to break the bad news but your girlfriend slipped out of my pocket and then caleb just punches zach right in the mouth
0: well i like the way he kind of is just like he's like hmm okay bam Texas yeah. asshole uh, and everybody else seems mildly surprised but not some like gas. too surprised yeah uh and kids like don't worry i'm not coming back for the party
1: thanks a latte yeah. And
0: yeah he walks out and you just know he's feeling like such a badass right now like well, i think he caleb
1: you like really enjoyed it
0: i think caleb just went and got in his car and he started blasting like get in the ring by guns N' roses mm-hmm. like maybe did some donuts
1: um i think it's probably uh what is that song you're the best by joe esposito from like scarface
0: um so yeah
1: caleb walks out it's like finally the best thing caleb has done since he got back
0: mm-hmm.
1: so after the commercial Well, like, and
0: not to say that like caleb needed to go like be like the violent bro to like defend no, no. his later or anything i think it's just satisfying to see somebody punch this asshole
1: yeah exactly exactly and it's like he
0: hasn't like solved the problem or anything but uh he'll feel better maybe
1: i mean the only thing that would have made it better is if like aria punched zach
0: oh that'd be awesome yeah or ella, or ella yeah
1: Really just all the ladies.
0: I mean, really what she needed is the the, the classic T V cliche of like Ella like uh smashes his face in the cake or something. But right? it's not uh, actually the wedding, so they can't do that, but
1: would would you want the that scene from like Crazy Stupid Love? I, where I, like, I like five people get in a fight.
0: I don't recall that you scene, Just, you just picture
1: once. Baker Brozak as played by Kevin Bacon. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so after the commercial, we're back at Caleb's Fuck Can Kevin
0: Bacon be Toby's dad? With like long hair, like long hair, Kevin Bacon.
1: Uh, I'll take it one better and and do a Six Degrees thing there. What if it was Matt Dillon?
0: Whoa, I like that. Yeah. Matt Matt Dillon needs to be on this show.
1: Yeah, he does. He Mm -hmm. does. I think in the the, the big screen version from the 90s, Matt (laughs) Dillon
0: plays Ezra. The fact is you never get clear or something like that.
1: Sorry, man. Things have been kind of weird around here lately.
0: Only one who can fuck this up is us. Uh, so back at the fuck cabin, Caleb's fuck cabin. Hannah has apparently fixed Caleb's TV because now it's only showing black and night, black and uh, white nor movies here.
1: Yeah, she's found Arya's like channel.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, was she like tuning this in?
1: Like she like like moving the rabbit ears around? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I found the only channel in Rosewood. There's something wrong with your TV. It's showing snowboarding. Yeah, uh, and Caleb walks in. He goes right over to the kitchen, and Hannah's like, "Uh, where's the food? Like, don't fuck with my emotions, Caleb." Yeah, exactly. And he's like, "Caleb, where have you been?" And Caleb's getting some ice out of the freezer for his hand, and he said, "Caleb says it's a piece of crap, but he has a strong jaw." And Hannah's just like, "Caleb, you didn't." And he's like, "Of course I did." <laughs> I like that. And Hannah's just like, "Oh my god." And he's like, "Hannah, there's a problem." And Hannah's like, "Yeah, no kidding. How is that? Uh, you know, how's he gonna explain that? How he got a fat lip?" And he shows her the note he got from Zach, and Hannah's like, "I didn't write this." And Caleb's like, "I know. Do you think that A decided to get in the mix, and saw that Zach was a dirtbag, and decided to move things along?" And Hannah's like, "This is why he got in my car." And Caleb's like, "Yep." And Hannah just shies and shakes her head, like much Hannah face.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh. So go to Emily's house. Emily's like walking out her front porch, talking on the phone to Spencer. Emily is dressed up for the engagement party, like she's also sporting some hideous '80s fashion.
0: Yeah, it's this really bizarre royal blue pantsuit thing with, like, it's, like, big, like, not quite, but, like, I feel like it's threatening to be parachute pants happening. I mean, the thing about Shay Mitchell is it's
1: not just that she's, like, a gorgeous, beautiful knockout lady. She's, like, a perfect human specimen in general, mm-hmm. like, what all people should aspire to. But this outfit is gross.
0: Yeah, um, her hair, on the other hand, on point. Um, yeah, exactly. exactly. I, interesting thing about this is shot in the evening, like, almost like magic hour time. Yeah, a little bit. Which is interesting because that's a tough time to shoot at but apparently they felt like doing it for this
1: yeah it makes sense because it should be about that time of day
0: i think chad lowe is just like i need the magic hour in this shot uh (laughs) yeah fond of that
1: (laughs) he screams into his bullhorn
0: yeah magic hour people emily's on her cell phone she's talking to spencer and she says couldn't you find somewhere to hide it and spencer's saying and have nolcon breaking into my bedroom no thanks Hmm. And Emily's saying, you know, it's going to take you forever to get to the lake house and back. You can't miss this party. And Spencer's like, I'll be there. Just save me a shrimp.
1: So Spencer's to her grandma's lake house where uh, Hannah and Caleb did some dirt you know, mm-hmm. to each other to hide the, the no-con evidence.
0: And Emily's like, no, seriously, I mean it. You know, Arya's already on a warpath with Hannah. If so it looks like we're taking sides. And Spencer's like, this is bigger than that. These pictures decimate Allie's story. And once that falls apart, we're next. Uh, these have to be in a safe place. So I mean, it's just like, "Fine, just hurry." Uh, so she gets to her car, and just as she's opening her car door across the street, we see Sydney getting out of her car, walking over to Emily, and she's like, "Got a minute?" And Emily turns around, and she's like, "Why are you parked on my street?" Like, "Oh shit!" She, Emily Fields, you come at the Queen, you best not miss. She looks so predatory here. It's wonderful <laughs> with her like, and it's like kind of windy, and her like like crazy shampoo hair is like blowing in the wind. Mm-hmm. And Sydney's like, I-, I wanted to explain. And Emily's like, Is Jenna hiding in the trunk? Which would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sydney's like, Please, just let me explain. And Emily's like, Why would I ever trust anything you said again? And Sydney explains that she met Jenna a couple of years ago. She's a volunteer at that school for the visually impaired. And Emily's like, Yeah, in Philadelphia. Everybody got that. Mm-hmm. And so- well,
1: she's like, Yeah, I've been investigating this blind sorceress for a while now. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sydney says she was there the day Allison came to visit Jenna, and she pretty much glued Jenna back together when Allison left. So this is, like, another girl who just, like, up and, like, dropped her life as a teenager to move to Rosewood at, like, Jenna or Allie's behest.
1: Well, it's, yeah, Sydney's talked about her family. Like, mm. her dad's, like, around the country opening Froyo.
0: Presumably her it's mom. like a Froyo king.
1: Yeah, Froyo king. He's Neil Froger from Lost. Uh presumably like like Sydney's mom made the move with her. We know she's on the swimming. I feel but like, it's like
0: Sydney's mom's probably like on like lithium all day or something.
1: Well like just the family's like, Why are we moving to this yeah. weird little town in Pennsylvania again?
0: Oh my god, mom, you can't just ask me that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so uh Emily's like, That was a long time ago. She's been through a lot since then. Sydney's like, So is Jenna. When she heard Allison was live and coming home, she panicked. She felt totally alone. So she reached out to me and, and Emily's like, what exactly did she ask you to do? I mean, besides taking her to her doctor's appointments. And Sydney's like, she just wanted to feel safe, I guess. Which like kind of still feels like you're lying, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sydney's just like, make sure that Allison and Emily says, OK, forget Allison. You latched onto me, Sydney, giving me gifts, taking over my weekends with training, telling me sob stories about how you had no one cheering for you in the bleachers. And Sydney's like, I didn't expect to like you. And Emily's just like, What? It's like, Oh shit, Sydney, you better run.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Sydney says, I-, I didn't know you'd be such a decent person. I guess I was expecting you to be, ah, oh, this is so messed up. And Emily she says, Oh, it's about to get messier.
1: This is my favorite Emily of all time.
0: I'm taking that coaching position just so I can be in your face, watching you as much as I can. And Sydney's like, Emily? And Emily says, I want to see you underwater. Long enough for you to feel that twinge of panic when you need air and you can't get it. I want you to know what it feels like to be sucker punched. Damn.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Emily just gets in her car and leaves, and just like leaves Sydney right in the middle of the street, like making that like slack jawed face again.
2: Well, like, well,
1: hundred percent. Sydney just shit her pants. <laughs> yeah. Emily uh, is
0: fun when she's totally apoplectic.
1: Yeah. I want Emily to be like, "Hey, Sydney, I know what it feels like to be drowned." And now so will you.
0: Yeah. By the way, I've killed someone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're next. Uh, so at night. Spencer's lake house. Spencer shows up in her dress that she's going to wear to Mari Aria's mom's engagement party. This location is creepy as hell in the dark. Oh yeah. Uh, she leaves the door open so the curtains are blowing in the wind. All the furniture is covered in white sheets. Spencer, like, she turns on one light that like barely illuminates. She goes turns on another light. We see there's like cobwebs around. She opens a drawer in a desk to start putting like null no cons, like evidence envelope in there. She hears a noise, she looks over, just some chairs covered in sheets. And then she goes onto like a different desk, like a like a more dusty one. Um Yeah, these
0: like super dusty old like wooden cabinets and shit. Um and like the the little like thing she opens is weird. It's kinda like this diagonal door she like folds down and it's like a very old style dance. Yeah, I think put,
1: everyone, everyone's grandparents had one of these things.
0: She puts the envelope with like the pictures and the recorder in it and closes it. Uh, and then she hears like a like a floorboard creak. So she turns around, sees nothing. Nothing but a bunch of furniture with white sheets draped over. So she gets back and uh, she turns the key, locks, you know, there's like a, a key in the, the little door thing here. So she turns it to lock it and she takes the key, pockets it and looks around again. And there's like one chair that kind of catches her eye. She keeps staring at it. And then she notices a foot moves. Like there's a foot on, you know, like someone's shoe on the floor. Somebody's under that blanket there, that white sheet. Mm -hmm. Super creepy.
1: Well, and not only that, we can see that there's an eye hole in the sheet. And we get a Mm -hmm. shot through the eye hole of our mystery assailant watching her.
0: Yeah, and Spencer sees this, and she's backing away, frightened. She you know, she sees this eye, and she's very casually moving over to grab a fire poker. Uh, and now she's going to approach, because she's Spencer Hastings.
1: Yeah, she approaches this ghost chair. Mm-hmm. She yanks the sheet away, and calmly sitting there is no con.
0: He's just, like, calmly sitting there, smiling. And he's like, surprise. Surprise. Uh, by the way, I sent you the dialogue for this. You want to yeah. do some, some yeah, P- yeah, PLL see- theater?
1: I was gonna say real quick. Spence feels like she's about to hyperventilate for a moment.
0: Yeah, and she she like kind of jumps away and like brandishes her fire poker.
1: So, who do you want to be in this
0: PLL dinner theater? Uh, I'll let you choose.
1: Ah, that's I couldn't I couldn't take that away from you. Who do you want to be?
0: I, I honestly don't know. I could go either way. <sighs> Should we flip a coin? What 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 do you who do you want to be? I'm, I'm sure you have an opinion. Um. You want to be Noel Kahn, don't you? I want to be Spencer, actually. You want to be Spencer. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Noel Kahn, me, says, surprise. So Spencer raises up the poker defend herself, and she's like,
1: what the hell are
0: you doing here? Give me the key. Get out of here now. I swear, Noel, get the hell out or I'll... You'll what? Call the cops? Sure you want them to see what you're hiding here? Get out of here now. You break into my car, steal something from me, and I'm the bad guy? Nice. Give me the key.
1: Why do you even have that stuff? And we know that was you that broke into Hannah's house. We know that you're helping Allison.
0: You know nothing, Jon Snow.
1: Now, Oh, that's yeah, he
0: doesn't actually say, you know, uh, Jon <laughs> Snow. He just says, you know, nothing.
1: Oh, that's that's the new anachronism that they need to work in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that, that that that's not totally anachronistic.
1: Oh, um, that's right. We already yeah. had the uh, Lancer always pays their debts.
0: Mm-hmm. Give me that key. I mean, he, he tries to, like, grab the fire poker, and Spencer just, like, yanks it away. What are you two gonna do next, huh? What are you gonna do with that stuff? Talk to me! Allison doesn't even know I have it. And if you tell her I do. Wait, are you guys working together or not? Our friend likes to throw people, throw away people when she's done using them. And I need to be prepared, okay? There aren't, just, They aren't just pictures, Spencer. It's proof that she was never kidnapped.
1: You're gonna blackmail her.
0: It's not blackmail, it's insurance, in case she turns on me, and I need it back. Where did you even get it? Those pictures? The tape? Shauna sent them. To Jenna. And Allison asked me to borrow them from Jenna's bedroom.
1: So you broke into that house, too.
0: When? Minutes before it blew up. Allison keeps telling me I'm lucky I got out when I did, but part of me is starting to wonder if that explosion wasn't a coincidence. What does she have on you, Noel? Why would you do this for her? Enough questions. Just give me the key, Spencer. No. Give it to me. No! And he, he tries to grab uh, her, her again, and she just stabs him in the hand with his fire poker. And he, he like, really like, ah, oh, you stupid bitch! And he, he turns around, and he shows her the cut on his hand, and seriously, it's like, calm the fuck down, Noel. That is barely a scratch.
1: Yeah, it's not like Noel Collins just got, like, stigmata or anything. <laughs> yeah. You try that again, and I swear to God, I will slit your face open.
0: That stuff is mine.
1: You're not the only one who needs insurance, Noel. We need it too, okay? And I promise you, I will keep it in a much safer place than this, okay? Now go,
0: go! And she like kind of like lunges at him, like like kind of a a feint, you know? And he he flinches. Uh, it's like Spencer has totally won this round. She just bested Noel Kahn in like psychological warfare.
2: Oh uh, well. You know the thing about
1: Spencer Hastings is if you wanna overcome her, if you wanna best her, maybe don't back her in the corner and turn her into feral Spencer hastings
0: well, and this scene is wonderful um spencer she's terrified, but she's like it's not like she's just like, "Oh, I'm Spencer Hastings walking away from explosion's badass like she's a badass but she's terrified at the same time you know yeah. it's like it's she's probably totally totally frightened like she's holding up this like you know fire poker is her only defense against this guy but she's like not gonna back down here
1: well it's like when an animal gets back in a corner mm-hmm. and like hurts you because it's just fucking terrifying yeah like with a grunt no leaves and from his acting here i really thought like brent Jordy was gonna like rip open his shirt and <laughs> turn to a werewolf well he like
0: he stops at the door and looks back with just like utter scorn just yeah like, i can't believe this and then he he heads out and spencer can finally kind of like drop her poker and she's like gasping for breath you know I think that we took a lot out of her.
1: I think we've mused on this on the show before, but do you think that like Mr. Mikey Montgomery, like apprentice under Noel as like a gentleman thief?
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Like, like Noel's like a, like a jewel thief and cat burglar. And like, Mikey Noel's like his. this is how
0: you hide under sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, only,
1: I only break into houses that have sheets covering all yeah, the furniture. But,
0: it's my thing. But man, like Trojan is so good in this scene. Like the, the way she's holding that fire poker up and just like, it's like, She's like feral, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. She, like the intensity is, is so great. I love well, it just, when they give the, the liars a chance to have these kind of like face-offs.
1: all the stress that she's been under up until this point. Mm-hmm. And now she's, I, th- I mean, when, when he first pops up under that sheet and when she realizes there's someone there, she looks scared shitless.
0: Well, like through the whole scene, even when she's like backing Noel down, she's never not completely terrified. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but, I, and I like how she's like, She's even reasoning with it at the end, you know, she's like, you're not the only one who needs insurance, you know, like, I promise you I'll keep this safe.
1: I think that she's basically like, I need this more than you.
0: Yeah, she's basically like, sorry, we need this more than you. But like, your concerns are valid. Don't worry, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, just trust me on this one, Nolcon. So
1: get to Caleb's fuck cabin where Hannah's at the sink, pouring out some like 12 year year old scotch. Uh, Yeah, getting rid of the whiskey. Aria comes in through the screen door wearing her party dress. Uh, there's some awkwardness when she's just like, hey, I heard I could find you here. Can I come in? And Hannah says, nothing. So Arya lets herself in. She looks around and Arya's like, it, ah, it's nice. And Hannah's <laughs> like, it could use a housekeeper. Aren't you supposed to be giving a toast right now? And Arya's kind of silent. And Hannah's like, what happened?
0: And Aria says, nothing that hasn't happened before. Apparently he's a big jerk internationally. And Hannah says, look, I'm not trying to defend the guy, but so you know, Ace stoked a fire. And Arya says, it doesn't matter, Hannah. He took the bait. Good point, Arya. And Hannah, such a heartbreaking line here. She says, why didn't you believe me? She Oh, she's like so heartbroken. It's like so sad. Well, I feel like this this line right here is why they didn't have the liars believe her at first in the last episode. Yeah, It's just so she could say this because this is ah, just like right at the heart of the matter, you know? Mm-hmm. uh and Arya says it wasn't it wasn't so much that i didn't believe you i guess i just wanted to believe something else more that my mom could actually find someone again be happy and hannah kind of nods she's like yeah, i get that and Arya says will you forgive me and it's like make her big hannah <laughs> make her get down on one knee and big uh, i feel like hannah is like a little too easy on her here yeah. uh, but she's crying now and she nods and they hug it out nice little cry session
1: well I wonder yeah, we feel good having them back mm. together again. But I, I kinda wonder if like Arya's reasoning is something that Hannah can definitely understand.
0: Well, I mean Hannah's mom's divorced as well. So
1: Yeah. I mean I think I think Arya's like trotting through emotional depths that Hannah's been through years earlier.
0: I mean what Arya needed to say was you know, because Hannah had been convent- you know, conditioned by a patriarchal society to not believe you when you when you say things like that.
1: I think that was in the subtitles. Yeah. Um, so because of the Marin kitchen, Al- Ashley and Allison come in. Oh boy. These two. <laughs> I,
0: I, I like it's like Ashley's just walking in with her new adopted daughter. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're kind of awesome together in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're clearly coming back from the canceled party.
0: And Allison's like, so what do you think
1: really happened?
0: <laughs> and Ashley's like, I don't know. It's uh, like, I mean, you don't think it's weird that Ari's mom would just get food poisoning right as everyone is showing up. And Ashley's like, weddings are tricky. They churn up a lot of stuff, especially the second time around. There may be more to this story. And Allie's like, totally. Someone's not telling the truth. And she goes to the fridge and she's like, you like kale? And Allie's like, oh, I'll eat anything. As long as it's not from the brew. They both laugh at this. And uh, it's funny how natural they are together.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Ashley's phone rings. She, like, searches for it in her purse, assuming it's Hannah. She pulls it out, and the caller ID says it's the Rosewood police, um, which, of course, they would be in her contact. Yeah. Exactly. She's had enough dealings with them. But Ashley answers it, and she's like, yes, Lieutenant Tanner, she's here with me. And Allison kind of rises up hearing that, getting nervous. And now she's like, why? No, I'm – well, her father's going not come back early tomorrow. Yes, I can bring
0: her. No. And uh, meanwhile, Ali's like, what's going on?
1: No, I understand. We'll be right down. Ashley hangs up, and Allison's like, what's, what's going on, Mrs. Marion? What's wrong? And Ashley's like, the police, they caught him. And Allison's like, caught who? Your lies are coming true, Allie. Yeah, and she's like, the person who broke in here last night, they're questioning him, and they think he's ready to talk. They want you to go down to the precinct and answer some questions, but you won't have to do this alone. I'll be with you. And well, Allison,
0: and Allie, it looks
1: like her mind is just blown right now. Well, it's like she's, like, looking
0: around, like, she's running all these permutations and angles around in <laughs> her brain. And she, like, kind of, like, looks at Ashley as she ponders this. This was a very nice twist. I remember watching this episode kind of being like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Who the this fuck is, did they catch? She was lying. This is the last
1: thing you expect. Well, this kind of gets at, too, what we were talking about with Ken being the killer.
2: Mm-hmm. We don't
1: think Ken buried Jessica De Laurentis, which has got to be why he's even more, like, freaked out. How the fuck did this woman that I poisoned, like, yeah. get buried in the backyard or the neighborhood? And,
0: and now Allie's just like, so I, I faked an attack, but then they caught someone? What? <laughs> Allison's like,
1: I might actually have superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> so after the commercial, uh, we're in the Montgomery family living room where Allie's, like, packing her bags, trying to wipe away some tears. Behind her, Byron Montgomery comes home. Pause, pause for applause.
0: Yeah, pause for applause. He's uh,
1: surprised to see her. Figured everyone would be at the party. When's right the last
0: now. time we saw Byron? Like, I think like when Mikey had to go to the principal's office. Maybe feels like it's been a long time.
2: Oh yeah, wow, that's been forever.
0: Yeah, well, he. I can't recall anything after that. I mean, maybe he popped up somewhere else, but. Uh, yeah. There's that. There's whenever he um. Like,
1: uh, I just totally forgot the thing I was mm-hmm. thinking of. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while.
0: Byron is back. To well, whenever you have to talk
1: Ella into like leaving for,
0: I think for that was Austria, before the, the Mikey thing, though.
1: Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. It was because that was towards the end of the season. Yeah. Shana.
0: Anyway, Byron's like, "Hi, sorry, I thought everyone would be at the party by now." And Ella's Ella's facing away, like she's clearly not ready for this. Yeah. And he's like, "Do do you need me to?" And Ella's like, "No, no, come in. It's your house. You're nice enough to let us use it while you're gone." Uh how's the conference? Apparently Byron is at a, like an art history conference or something. It seems like he's constant. Like that's what Syracuse? Syracuse is. Yeah.
1: It's like just like escalating like numerous conferences. Oh,
0: it's like Byron. We got divorced. You don't have to like make up lies to you know go you know fuck whoever you're dating right now. Yeah, your your teenage girl paramour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think do you think Byron's getting any right now? I feel like I feel like probably no.
1: I feel like we're not seeing enough of his, like, swagger throughout, mm-hmm. you know, his, like, strut to find out. But uh, he says it was fine, but he can send some things up with Ella. So he asks why she isn't at the party. And her voice sounded like she's been crying nonstop forever. She says that it was canceled. like it, She says it, like, it was canceled like it was the most normal thing. And I was like, you know, because it seems kind of silly to have an engagement party when you're no longer engaged. And so he comes closer, asks if she wants to talk about it. Ella says no, but I'm sure Arya can fill you in on everything. Isn't that a little bit of a weird thing to say? Yeah, hopefully no. Ask yeah, our checked, daughter yeah, after I've checked into a motel. Well, that's that's the dynamic of this family, though. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. No, yeah.
1: No, no marital, like no, like like two married people was ever made about Arya. Yeah. Like, but ask it. your
0: daughter after I go check into a motel. Oh, poor Ella. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know why I took all this out because I'm never going to get it back in. She kind of throws some clothing down that she's packing. She's really, like, fighting to, like, keep her composure. And Byron's like, you'll do it. You're always really good at that, figuring out how to make a small space work. And Ella kind of laughs in spite of herself, and Byron sits down on the couch and has to give a little soliloquy here about how, you know, sometimes they still think about our first place together. Remember that dump on East 6th? Uh, what was the ad? What did they call it? It wasn't a studio. It was something smaller. And Ella says, a bachelor. And Byron's like, yeah, of course, as if that explained why the bathtub was in the kitchen. Hmm. And Ella says, well, I guess they assume that bachelors don't bathe, which is why they're still bachelors. Fair. Nice joke. And Byron's like, I felt so bad I couldn't get us something better. You were already pregnant with Arya, and yet you figured out a way to make it seem big. The skinny lamps that fit in the sliver of space between the window and the radiator, hiding the fact that you could get yourself a soda while washing your hair. Convenient. And I was like, oh, it's really all about the well-placed drapes. And now she's really crying and Byron stands up and he comes closer and he's like, Ella, I don't really know this guy, but whoever doesn't realize that you make this small world seem much bigger, that person doesn't deserve you. Says her husband, who cheated on her. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh, With a student. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which then triggered their daughter to start dating her own teacher.
1: And then said, said,
0: Younger woman tried mm-hmm.
1: to murder the daughter.
0: <laughs> Byron's like, "Look, I'm just too much romantic." Yeah,
1: say Byron's not a
0: bad guy, Arya. Yeah. Just too romantic. Finally, uh,
1: no, a- turns, and she just like you know falls into Byron's arms, and they hug it out, let uh, it all out. Yeah, Byron is the guy who always has some old story from the Montgomery family's like humble beginnings that somehow makes it all better
0: yeah really i'm oh uh, i'm impressed that they gave them this scene you know they're like we're we're actually gonna give ella and byron their moment here even though this isn't really their show
1: but it's like well that's the thing that's like the flip side to like the the new the, the grave new world the new dynamic dynamic of allison back in the mm-hmm. land of the living is that you lose out a lot of like the parental drama like, you can't ever really go back to, like, the Halcyon days of season one and two.
0: Well, it really seems like they can only afford, like, one set of parents at a time on the show, you know? Yeah, but, you know, like, Zach and
1: Byron, maybe not all that different. Um, I really, really wish... Obviously, it's not. I really, really wish that Ezra's apartment was the one that Byron was just talking about.
0: That'd be perfect. Oh, that'd be so creepy.
1: But, like, I don't know. Like, the Caleb stuff, the way he handles Zach didn't bother me so much. And this doesn't, doesn't bother me. I just... I don't know. It just feels, seems weird where you have these like two men have to come in and, and make it OK or allow Ella to open up and like release her tears or.
0: Yeah, although I, I kind of feel like like, I don't know, you see the scene, and you're like, are they going to get back together now? You know, or is it, are they laying groundwork well, for that? Is that what it, this is
1: about? Yeah, that's my next question, though, is like by season seven, are Arya's parents back together?
0: I mean, I guess the alternative was it just like cut to Ella, like crying and like drinking. You know, like drinking the wine from the party that they canceled or something. That would have been just bleak, you
1: know. She could have done it with Ashley, but Ashley's too busy going to the police station. At the police station, we see Ashley and Allison are escorted into, like, a a room. It's like that room with the glass partition where they can look in on the interrogation room, but the interrogation Mm -hmm. room at the Rosa Police is also
0: the lineup room yeah maybe they just just like put a table in front of the lineup thing (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) uh which is weird because they have other interrogation rooms but yeah exactly anyway tanner's in there her tanner is facing whoever is at the table we can't see them yet and uh like a cop flips a switch in the room Allie and ashley are in so we can listen in on them and tanner says is this your first attempt to see her after she ran away and she sits down and we can see who she's talking to it's some dude some kind of like scruffy looking guy with like this grungy facial hair. Uh it looks a little rough, like I don't know, early twenties.
1: Yeah, yeah. It looks like a dirt. We guy. haven't
0: seen him before. Uh and Allie's like watching with huge eyes, you know, very on edge. And we'll just say now, this guy's name is Cyrus. Yeah. Uh and he says she didn't run away, she jumped out of my car. And Tanner's like, and you had her blindfolded. And he says, That's right. At least when I was around her and she says are you referring to the car ride and he says no since the day she came away with me after i hit her and tanner's like what did you hit her with like tanner no, seems... she says where did you hit her where did you he's... hit her She seems not at all convinced here
1: yeah she's not But he's like back of the head i followed her into the yard and i found a rock and i hit her and then i carried her to my car uh she's just like taking us in like not believing very dubious um mm-hmm. it's interesting how they they start off like Inside the observation room, then into the interrogation with the two of them, then back in the observation room. And Tanner's just like, where did you take her? And he's like, Philly, place I was saying, staying, uh, I think it says South Street, South Street, South Street.
0: And, and Alan's lip is like quivering now. As she watches.
1: Yeah. And Tanner's like, you're home. And he's like, I was crashing there. Yeah, it was a basement. Nobody else was there. So Ashley's, like, watching this and then watching Allison. Ashley is, like, loving this riveting TV show. <laughs> Probably just glad that she's not the one being questioned. Yeah. But Tanner says, you kept her locked up in the basement all that time. And Ashley turns to the officer and you know, asks her to turn the volume down, and she does. So then Ashley turns to Allison, and Ashley's like, Allison, is that him? Is this the man that kidnapped you? And Allison looks
0: at Ashley like she has no idea how to begin to answer that. <laughs> yeah, the plot thickens. Uh, the plot thickens. Is- this is a very fun twist because, as we know, uh, Allie was lying. She wasn't kidnapped. Uh, but the question is, how does she respond to this? It's, I remember in this first aired, there's a lot of debate. Like, is this a setup by Tanner? Like, is she, is she hoping to catch Allie in a lie? Like, yeah. what exactly is going on here? It's like, theoretically, Allie shouldn't be able to ID this guy because she said that she never saw him. But this is a, suddenly this is being dangled in front of her as like, validation of her story she could just say yes it's him and either solve all her problems with the cops or fall right into their trap
1: well and and we love watching allison like be thrown into the middle of the action or she Mm -hmm. has no plan have to think on her feet and just watching her do that mental math or whatever the hell she's going to do in response (laughs) to this uh so we get the a tag where in an exam room of the eye doctors a, a nurse comes in And she starts talking to who we see is A, in a black hoodie, sitting in a chair there. Uh, The nurse says the doctor's running behind. shouldn't be much longer. Nurse asks, do you think you can entertain yourself? And A,
0: like black gloves, holds up some earphones. Silently holds up some earbuds, yeah.
1: Kind of creepishly, uh,
0: the nurse says, you know, if you're cold, we can turn down the AC. Of course, of course, this person's wearing a big black hoodie. Yeah. Well, I'm like, get she gets no response from A, and she kind of like has this like slightly creeped out look on her face, like, yeah, I can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And A puts in the earbuds and starts like playing a recording. It's Allison on, iPad. on the recording. Allison saying, "He followed me into my yard, and then he hit me with that rock. Next thing I knew, I woke up blindfolded." And so this is another wrinkle here because A has like her fake story. Mm-hmm. Um, A's as I, I, I think it was the last episode where like A was like
1: breaking into Spencer's room,
0: breaking into Spencer's room and finding a little hiding place. I, I feel like this is what A found. Yeah. It was, uh, Allie's recording of, of her, the new story that, that Spencer is supposed to memorize. And so now if A knows this, could A have been the one to set up Cyrus to go tell that story to the cops? Hmm. Because you know, presumably the the cops they've they've had this story from Allie, and then this guy's showing up to like verify all the details of it. This hmm. would be such a wonderful
1: action on A's part.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's such a a mindfuck gambit, you know, like oh, I'm just gonna dangle uh, your salvation in front of you here. This guy's gonna verify all the lies you've been telling. But uh, what happens if you uh, if you let that happen?
1: I love the next episode title.
0: Yeah, so that that uh, that was the A-tag there. That was the end of March of Crimes. The next episode is called A Dark Alley. Mm-hmm. Alley as in A-L-I. Allison. A Dark Alley. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. show's getting fucking dark.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, that episode is uh, Laya Baraz's Arlene Sanford episode. Can't wait to get to that one, because there's some crazy shit happening in that one. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, this, that was March of Crimes. It was a fun episode. Spencer was awesome. Uh, nice to see Hannah and Arya make up. I mean, this is this is how they, they operate. Like, it wasn't that surprising, at least to me, that Arya was just going to be, like, angry at first. Like, that was remember way back when Hannah had to, like, like A-made Hannah, like, give Ella those tickets mm-hmm. to the thing Arya was going to. And Arya was, like, totally pissy at Hannah for an episode. And then right. finally, like, you know, they hugged it out. Mm-hmm. Similar deal. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Thanks to everyone who listened to our roundtable. This is the first one we're doing since uh, that went up. It seems like everybody enjoyed it. A lot of nice feedback. Um, I've been trying to answer everybody's questions on Twitter about it. Uh, Do you have any particular comments on that?
1: No, I'm just glad that people listened. to It It
0: seemed like most people enjoyed
1: it. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people requested that we could do it
0: again at some point. Uh, yeah, sorry if I didn't get to everyone's questions. We had a lot of them, and we only had so much time.
1: I mean, and a lot of them were very similar.
0: Mm-hmm. Try to like, you know,
1: mesh most of them together.
0: Yeah, uh, but thanks for everybody who wrote in. If we do do one again, we'll definitely try to get more people's questions in there. Uh, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, you can get us hit us up at uh, at 2 You can visit our website page, which is dot 2com And if you like the podcast, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. We always appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we have any new reviews since last time I checked, but that's fine. Thanks to all the people who have reviewed. And uh, I think that is about it. Any last thoughts?
1: No, just can't wait for the next one.
0: Oh, I, it shouldn't be mentioned. We were making fun of how Declan is a stupid name, or Declan or whatever. Uh, Amy from Ireland writes in to to let us know that yes, that is an Irish name. It's more common in the countryside than towns and cities.
1: Uh, was this the one where afterwards, uh, Brent Doherty was on the After Buzz podcast?
0: I don't know. Maybe I,
1: I think it was. That was a pretty Could good. That was a pretty good appearance by. Brandt. It would
0: make sense for him to be in that one. Yeah. 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 Declan. Hmm. <laughs> Most of my hatred for that name comes from uh, the, the show Revenge. That's a character named Declan. is just so blah. God. The actor who was stupid previously
1: townie. on Gossip Girl, I think. Was he? I don't know. They killed that, that guy off. Spoiler. I feel like he played like, almost the exact same role on Gossip Girl.
0: Uh. As, like a stupid townie?
1: Uh no, no, like a like a rich NYC kid, but like I don't I don't remember. I only saw like the the first season and the few into the second season.
0: Oh also I should mention uh several people mentioned they're they're a big fan of uh the concept of Veronica and Nol Khan. Uh <laughs> and Amy also coined the term Verconica.
1: Oh yeah, so Veron Verconica. That's a brilliant name. Hashtag I wanna, Verconica. I <sighs> like <laughs> in my like fantasy epic, you know, like like dwarves and elves and stuff like uh, the
0: good guys are all going to defend the
1: beautiful nation of Verconica. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next time for S5V10. We're so close now. Four episodes to go. The the Halloween episode aired. It was awesome. We can't talk about it yet, but we can't wait to. Our Christmas episode. Yeah. It, or, yeah. Christmas episode. Halloween episode fun was things.
1: interesting, but yeah, the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, yeah, we'll be back next time. See you then. Bye bye.